When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KBJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KBJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious Beast. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Call so you spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KBJ show. Oh, all right. Hello and welcome to the KBJ show. Happy Monday. So good to be back. The two travelers made yeah. it back. Yeah, we Kevin, did. you're safe back. I am. Jaybird, you're safe back. I made it. Don't yeah. know how. Yeah. That's that voice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be a good listening experience for anybody? <laughs> Does anybody have a Halls or a Ricola? Oh, man, that's what happens when adults do spring break. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was spring break or even St. Patty's Day. No idea, huh? <laughs> Until it was too late. Late. And I, I kid you not. Uh, well, yeah, it was both. <laughs> it was both. So there's been uh, problems with both. We'll uh, break it all down for you. We'll recap some epic weekends and spring breaks that uh, we all took and get you all caught up. Thanks for everybody down it in today. KBJ TV. We are on. We are not on spring break today. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What's on your mind? Are you thinking about? What are you thinking about today, Jay Bird? I, I love secondhand stuff. I am a sucker for secondhand stuff. I love garage sales. I love thrift shops. And while I was out of town, Sweet Denny's bought me something he found at that rust market I, I, I'm i always talking about in Lake Park. Now, it's where people set up tents and they sell all kind of, whether it's their own uh, stuff from their childhood, if they make pottery. It's, it's one of those kind of cool mm. things like that. It's like a bazaar. Exactly. <laughs> and Denny's found this Bigfoot board game from 1977. Wow. And it's all intact. Huh. All of the pieces. It looks pristine. It is. It's pristine. It's mint condition pretty much. And it's going to be a great backdrop for a Bigfoot section I have at my house. Oh, wow. He paid $26 for this. Wow. Guess how, guess how much it's going for on eBay right now? 12 No. 80 $78. Okay. No way. Yeah. That's wow. nice. 78 bucks for this thing. That's nice. He got it for 26 Dang. I, I know. And the ones on eBay aren't nearly as nice as this. Wow. So you can find some really cool stuff when you're... People don't know what they have. They don't. If they've just kept stuff in their in their attic, and then they're pulling it out and selling it, they don't realize, because they don't cross-reference on eBay to see that they could have got 80 the, And the other thing, too, people don't want to ship a lot of times. They're right. like, just get out, of, get out of my hair, kid. It's easier just to sell it at a bazaar. And that's the thing you get addicted to. Mm. The hunt. Oh, the yeah. The hunt. Yeah. The deals. <laughs> yeah. People do. It's when, a big thing. When you do have a situation where you find 
something that you know is rare. You, you try to not. Don't act all panicky exactly. and like, I got to buy it now. <laughs> Which I've done before. Don't get all excited because then they'll realize that they just sold it to you for too cheap. I've, I've learned I've learned a, a way to go about it now. I've, I've learned from a lot of people. I love it. <laughs> what you got in your mind today, Virginia? Well, I, over the weekend, was in hog heaven. I went to not one, but two different crawfish boils. I oh, wow. loving my life. It is officially crawfish season. Oh, yeah. Mama was sucking so much of the heads and eating so much of the tail. It was delicious. Okay. And so many fun parties. I just, I, I'm thankful to all of the parties I got to go to this weekend. I went to like eight parties from Friday to Sunday. Eight parties. Were you? Wow. Tro- I think you got hacked again because you were giving out free presents and certificates to no, people. No, that's not me. If if you see <laughs> me on Facebook giving you a certificate, uh, that's not me. People were hitting me up. Go, bird man. Is your girl okay? She seems drunk and she's giving away stuff that's not there. No, yeah. it's not. It's me. It's not me. It's I've been hacked. Do not give anybody your credit card info that says they're one of us. KVJ will never ask for your credit card. Info unless we get fired from WRM. I don't think I was that supposed. I saw it was from the Virginia Sinicki show. <laughs> yeah, it was, which bizarre. doesn't exist. That was that was a post I saw. I was like, oh my goodness! I'm like, Bird and I just leave for a couple days, and Virginia just uh, revolted and took the whole thing over. I'm like, and now she's doing like bunk contests on yeah. social media. I'm like, gosh, I just leave for a day and look what happens. That's not me, y'all. That's them hackers. It's Kevin. It happened to Kevin. It happened to you twice now. I know. They're leaving me alone. I don't know if I should be in. Or if I should be, you want to be part of the game. You don't want to be in this club. I was getting text messages at midnight last night. Hey, is this you doing a giveaway on Facebook? No, it's not me. Well, didn't we had there was an investigation going on? I thought, and there was a clue to who this might be. Someone keeps doing it. We think we know who it is. Is that just rumors? I don't know. Give me their address so I can go to their house. Yeah, I don't know where it was. I had I had heard it sound like uh, we had an open investigation looking into who it was, and I thought I had uh, heard or somebody had mentioned to me that it was a female that they thought might have been doing it. If we're investigating, the hackers are safe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't know. What's that this ragtag bunch gonna do? I think it's an open investigation because they forgot about it. Why don't y'all give this to officials and not try to do internally? <laughs> Well, I guess it's still ongoing, guys. <laughs> guess it is ongoing. Zero progress. Yeah. Uh, what I got on my mind here today, I got to give a massive shout out to uh, two South Florida basketball teams. You've been watching the NCAA men's basketball tournament. First up, the FAU Fighting Owls are headed to their first ever Sweet 16. Wow. They beat uh, Fairleigh Dickinson last night, 78-70. to 70. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It is. Absolutely. Panda so. was salivating. He woke me up. I was dead asleep. He's like, FAU's in it. I'm like, What? Oh, yeah, they're in it. That's a pretty big deal. Yeah, John L. Davis led Florida with uh, FAU with 29 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. They're only the 8th number 9 seed to get to the Sweet 16 since the tournament expanded to 64 teams in 1985. They got a tough game next, though. On Thursday night at 9 o'clock, they got Tennessee and Madison Square Garden. Okay, I got a hoot hoot. Hoot hoot. But uh, go FAU fight nows. Then the Miami Hurricanes, they beat Indiana. Last night, 85-69, they're going to their second straight Sweet 16. And they're the last team left out of the ACC to do it. So congratulations to uh, them 
for uh, their big W's. So it's going to be some exciting stuff here. All this basketball talk makes me want to get on the on the court, shoot some hoops, play some horse. Yeah, yeah. Ready to go do it, huh? And also, I got to do a shout out to uh, the U.S. Uh, men's baseball team and the World Baseball Classic. They whooped up on Cuba last night, fourteen to two. Trey Turner, who went to Park Vista High School, he is just crushing it. He had. Uh, Two more home runs. He's got four so far in the World Baseball Classic. He's leading everybody else. That's awesome. Yeah. So there's a lot of good uh, sports things going on. I know not everybody pays attention to them, so I know they need shout-out. So there you go. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes, we'll start unpacking what has happened to us over the last couple of days. A lot of exciting stories. Jaybird had a very interesting weekend. I really did. There's a lot of stuff that went down. Uh, away games always bring out. Oh, yeah. You the never know what's going to happen. Side of the world. <laughs> How many days were you away for? Like two and a half, I think. Okay. okay. Two? All right. Five? I don't know. I'll blow yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in there. <laughs> okay, so what did not happen to Jaybird over the weekend? Did he buy seven dinosaur statues? Did he see a, see a whole bunch of KVJ Nationers and a Publix in St. Augustine? Did he spend $250 on Bucky's snacks at the truck stop? Did he get into a huge altercation with a concert goer because he was filming too much in front of him? Or did he get yelled at by a bouncer and accused of sneaking into a bar without paying? Okay, one of those did not happen. Well, bouncers love to yell at him. They really do. <laughs> He's yeah. got a look. The bouncers are drawn to you like a moth to a flame. I'm not saying that that did happen, but I am saying bouncers don't like me. Especially on St. Patty's Day. I'll go with the basic. I'll just throw out the uh, seven dinosaur statues. You said that did not happen. Yeah. All right. Maybe that's just maybe that's just the easy, basic thing that did not happen to a Jaybird. We'll find out what it is next. My KVJ Show. All right, so one of these things did not happen to Jaybird over the very eventful St. Patrick's Day weekend. Which of these did not actually happen? Did he or did he not buy seven dinosaur statues? Did he see a bunch of KBJ Nationers at a Publix in St. Augustine? Did he spend 250 bucks on Bucky's snacks? That's at the uh, truck stop. Did he get into a huge altercation with the concert goer because he was filming too much in front of them? And did he get yelled at by a bouncer and accused of sneaking into a bar without paying? Okay, I'm going to go with the easiest one. I'm going to say that it was the seven dinosaur statues that didn't happen. That's just because he was too busy and uh, too distracted. Here's another reason why I think it might be dinosaurs. He's got a lot of dinosaurs. I don't know where he would fit seven more. Okay. He's going to have to expand that thing if he got seven more. It would be, yeah, very challenging. It's jam-packed. Yeah. Everywhere you look, dinosaur, dinosaur, up in the sky, dinosaur. Yeah, that uh, could be. Bird, which of these things did not actually happen to you? The thing that did not happen was the filming at the concert. The altercation. The altercation. Okay. That was my second guess. But there was a funny, weird moment where the Avid brothers, that's who me and Bigfoot saw, we're, we're in the, the seats, and there's a song they have that it, it stops and gets really quiet, and then it picks back up. And right as the song stopped, you hear Bigfoot go, this guy's all up in my space, because this guy kept on going into like, by his chair, and everyone looks back, and then the guy goes, hey, man, it's all good. It's all about love over here, bro. All about love. <laughs> but everybody heard it, because it was so quiet. <laughs> this guy's up in my space. <laughs> the seven dinosaurs did happen. 
Guys, it's a big day. We're expanding the dinosaur garden. Wow. You are expanding. Well, we My are now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, I, I stopped at that place in St. Augustine. Remember, I hear you, mini Jurassic Park. Remember the place that we're selling the Bigfoot stuff? I do. I went there. That place is awesome. It's a bunch of just stuff people don't need, but they will buy oh, yeah, because okay. it's there. Okay. A lot of like handmade, like ironworks and yes. stuff like that, like yard art. Okay. I, I went on a Facebook Live and it was, it was uh, asking KVJ Nation, hey, should I buy this for this mount? Of buy course they said yes. They told me I should buy everything. And I did. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> I took out a loan. I just had to see one comment. Bird, you only live once. Go for it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm going for it. You can't make more dinosaur opportunities. You can make more money. That's what people... You, you get yeah. the whole dinosaur experience. That's yeah. exactly it. She does. <laughs> She totally gets it. It's the spendaholics mantra. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah, it is. You justify it saying how cool it is, and I'll make more money. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> uh, let me see. You uh, saw a bunch of KVJ Nationers at uh, Publix in St. Augustine? I saw a bunch. I'm over in the cookie section, and I go, hey, what's up, Avery? That's what I hear someone say. They travel in packs sometimes. Yeah, and I thought they were all going to the Avid Brothers concert, and they weren't. They were getting pub subs. They were just uh, there for spring break, then I'm walking in. They, they were families. They, they weren't partiers. They were families in Publix going, hey, what's up, Jay Bird? I go, where am I right now? <laughs> St. Augustine. It's always Publix, isn't it? It's always yeah. Publix. <laughs> you know where you belong. I do. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Uh, you went to uh, Bucky's and dropped 250 Man, Bucky's is legit. I told you. Did you see our video? I did. I and mean, the video was amazing. I, I wore my Bucky costume. They, they thought okay. he worked there. <laughs> People <laughs> thought he worked there. I was dressed like Bucky the Beaver. You were the low-budget <laughs> Bucky. <laughs> it was. And I could tell at first they thought I worked there, and then they started talking to Bucky. And I'm like, I think Bucky's drunk. This <laughs> <laughs> beaver got into the whiskey. <laughs> I was taking pictures. He was taking pictures with randoms. They, oh, no way, really? Yeah. Yeah. They thought I worked Inside there. The, <laughs> like, the kids were going crazy. Mom, look, it's the Bucky beaver. Get away from him. He's actually drunk. No, it's a drunk guy in a onesie. <laughs> I don't think it fits him right either. <laughs> I can see all his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Those beaver nuggets were hanging out. It's yeah. so tight in the crotch. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't realize Bucky, Bucky's, it, it has a bunch of, st it's not just snacks, there's clothes, oh, there's yeah. all yeah. kind of stuff there. It's like a Walmart. It's an experience. They have horrific mannequins there, though. No-faced mannequins that yeah. look at you. Okay. It's weird. When you're drunk. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe the piece fell out of mouth. <laughs> and uh, then what happened with his uh, bouncer? More problems? The funniest part of this, he goes, I walked into this bar on Friday and I didn't realize it was St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Well, okay, we were at the concert getting turned, having a good time, okay? <laughs> that, he went into a bar you? on St. Patty's Day, not a stitch of green on him, yeah. did not know the day. I had my braids, I had my poncho, and I had... Uh, a hat on, uh, just a. It, 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 I, I had a look going on. You sound kind of like Cinco de Mayo with zero <laughs> green. And I walk into the bar, and they were all drunk. It was late, drunk, disgruntled, and not very happy. I wasn't wearing green. People were, really? were asking why I was there, where I was from. Because <laughs> you look like Cinco de Mayo. They, You're a month early. They had. I, I, I sent Kevin <laughs> another uh, another story that happened. I don't know if it deserves its own segment, but yeah. We'll talk about it a little okay. bit later. It got weird at this bar. 
Where was this bar? Do you remember the name of it? Not. If, was it downtown St. Augustine? If I had to give you the correct answer to save the planet, the planet would go bye-bye. I have no idea where it was. Were there cobblestone streets and beautiful architecture? It, it was somewhere Quaint? in, in St. Augustine. Oh, it was in St. Augustine. Okay. I think so, yeah. You think? Yeah, because okay. we took an Uber there. And, uh, Good choice. Yeah, oh, because, yeah. We don't. It, it, yeah. it got the the bar was so packed and well, it was St. Patty's Day. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people I found go out without any great. The people that never go out go out on St. Patty's Day. And you could tell, and it was a Friday, so everybody's I, like, "Turn up!" It was the perfect storm of confusion. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. It's all my own fault. I, I should have known it was St. Patty's you Day. You went through the whole day and no one told you at any point that it was St. Patty's Day. Well, we traveled a lot on Friday. So we went around a lot of people. Then we got to the, the, the place we were staying at. I started pregame and started. How was that Airbnb? It was it was good. It was haunted, I feel like. And we heard, oh. we were right by, we think we were right, right by a gator pit. Uh-huh. I, I sent Kevin some horrific audio. That I it, this was in the middle of the night. We didn't know what was going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what exactly could be happening here? Mm. Okay, this is uh, the odd sound. What is this audio? Is it alligators, or is it other predators? Is this the drunk guy in the Bucky's costume? <laughs> I might have. <laughs> Are your testicles still being cradled by that extra tight costume? I will, I will conf- not confirm or deny if I have a Bucky's outfit on right here. <laughs> so, yeah. What do y'all think? Gator or toad? He's telling you right now what he is. What is that, guys? It's closer. <laughs> Dog, what like, is this? What was that? We don't know. You didn't bring an animal with you? No, th- this, it, the audio gets closer. It, you could start hearing it come up to the bushes. It was pitch blackout. We just hear all this going on. Bigfoot's going, Dog, I think that's a gator. I think it sounds like a chupacabra. I don't know what it was. Wow. You're right, it's so close. I can hear the bushes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is that a person? Is that a duck? Ow. What is that? Whoa. Is that a gator eating a pig? We, Nature, th- we, we, we thought it was a gator eating something. I don't think that's cats mating, right? Because we, we heard something splash in the water. We heard something kind of like that, that thing you were yeah. you first heard. I've but, never watched cat porn, but I think that's what it sounds like. I, I think it might be cat murder. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I know animal experts are going to know what this is. Guys, be friends. Come on. <laughs> don't eat them. Oh my, uh, this is making me, I'm scared now. <laughs> oh my. I mean, should we shut and lock the door? <laughs> wow. Yeah, what I don't is know. that? I don't know. Is, by the way, the, it's au- night creatures. the audio is about seven minutes long. Okay, it, yeah. It, 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 it Thank gets, you for editing thyself. I edited out some of the more horrific sounds. Wow. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I know. That sounds like whatever it is is screaming and being attacked and not a way to peacefully end your evening. Well, the thing that was tricky, I didn't get the beginning 
audio. You, you heard something in the water. We heard enough. Yeah, I know. I figured <laughs> that was did. good. I, I, I know. That was horrific. Wow. Well, you could hear the through the window. We're going. What's going on out there? Hmm. Maybe they saw me in that bucky outfit. They wanted to eat the beaver. The, the, the <laughs> your nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said the uh, sound is raccoons fighting. Really? Maybe. Don't ever cross a raccoon. Yeah. Well, they're uh, those nocturnal creatures. They go out there, and apparently that's what happens if they run into each other. Raccoon cage match. They start throwing down. Maybe they were uh, Irish. (laughs) (laughs) They had too much to drink. One of them wasn't wearing green. (laughs) (laughs) Like you. Yeah, but I... The world knew it was St. Patty's Day except Jaybird. I just, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wait, was Bigfoot wearing green? I believe I think I, he had to have. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't tell you. He didn't tip you off. I, we thought my outfit was popping. I think <laughs> we thought it looked good. We both thought it looked good. Like, but if he if he knew to wear green but kept the secret from you, he kind of set you up to be ridiculed. We were so in in concert mode. Not St. Patty's Day. People at the concert, I felt like weren't wearing green. We, but the problem was we went to a bar after right. where everyone's wearing a green, but it was mm. so crowded. I didn't know you were supposed to pay. I, I guess you were. I just walked right in and it was oh, so- Oh, there's a cover on St. Patty's. And I, didn't, I, oh, I swear okay. to you on everything. I did not know that. And I didn't realize until the bouncer started screaming at me. He looked for me, found me, and he goes, you didn't pay. You have no bracelet on. I go, I- And you got to pay extra because you're not wearing green, <laughs> bro. I just want to tell my guy, we got to get out of here, man. <laughs> Before you get in. <laughs> All right, uh, I will break down a little bit of my trip. I went to uh, Boston, which is a great place I found out for St. Patty's Day. And Some of the polls had it listed as the number one spot to celebrate. Yeah, in fact, if you're not wearing green, they just will beat you up and throw you in the Charles River. So <laughs> you have to wear green if you're in Boston. Uh, but yeah, I had some interesting uh, run-ins as well that uh, I'll let you know about coming up here in a couple of minutes. If you're listening to us right now on the WRMF app, this is your chance to tap the track to go see Katy Perry in Las Vegas. We've got some tickets for you to go see her there in Vegas, and we got a stay at the Resorts World and an aircraft credit. It's going to be part of it. You can open the app, and you can download it for free right now and just tap the track to get registered. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. <laughs> a lot of people saying, I am not wide awake. I hear you. It is a uh, Monday morning <laughs> after a St. Patty's Day weekend. Spring break <laughs> has been going on. My gosh, there was a lot of insanity that uh, just happened over the last four or so days. <laughs> Rocco was on spring break last week, and so he has to go back to school today. He had the Sunday scaries last night. Oh, dude. He's so sad because his sister is on spring break. Right. Still, she started on Friday, and so he is just, he's mad at the world. So, so what, is it Palm Beach County off right right now? Yeah, Palm Beach County's off now. Uh, Martin County, where Rocco goes, he goes back today. It's so depressed. Oh, man, that's just tough, huh? The whole world is off, and you and his go sister's to rubbing it in his face. Yeah, mm. that's tough. Yeah, so over the uh, weekend, uh, went to Boston uh, nice. for St. Patty's Day, and uh, had a little bit of fun there. It's a great town. It's a lot of fun. And uh, thanks to all the people that uh, gave me advice on where to go and, and what to check out. So it would, it's a big-time help when you got the inside little track on uh, something like that. So, yeah, we hit Boston hard for three days. Kevin loves to prep for a trip and yeah. geographically map out where he's going to go so he maximizes his time. Yes. So those kind of tips, if you tell him, like, the best spots to go where there are several bars, that is the most helpful information you can give this man. Yeah. I, I feel like, uh, like almost a, a slight expert about 
about Boston now. So that's the thing I love is there's really nothing that we didn't see that I wanted to check out. Look at you. Yeah, there was uh, so much there. We went to the uh, Boston Marathon Bombing Memorial. That was actually right down the street. Our hotel was about two storefronts down from where that happened. Wow. Yeah. So they have a memorial that is uh, put out there. It's very somber. It is, yeah. it's uh, The 10-year anniversary is coming up, too, and the Boston Marathon will be next month. So wow. it's uh, on the way. So they'll be doing a lot of that. Uh, i got to check out Fenway Park, and they have got a really great, if you're ever in Boston, that whole area is just full of great sports bars and places to go. How does it compare to, like, Wrigleyville? We kept talking about that. As my wife's from Chicago. She was kind of leaning Fenway. There was really? a, a bar. Yeah, I text you from the bar. There's a bar inside the stadium. That's and if so you're cool. In the bar, you can actually see inside of Fenway Park, and it was it was really cool. And it just I didn't think it was going to be open. And I'm like, we just opened the door, and it was packed. Like every bar in Boston is full. I think all the time. And it was St. Patty's weekend. <laughs> it was, but so... I, just, I think also they're just bars are always full in <laughs> Boston. I kind of got that feeling. It just seemed like they're really Boston full bars. likes to drink to forget. Yeah, kind of thought so. <laughs> I, I worked in a little bit of history, but I did it in a way it wasn't painful for the Mexican queen because she's not really into it. But I saw the Boston Massacre site. They got a place where you can see the tombs of Sam Adams and Paul Revere and stuff like that. Uh, we checked out the Harvard. In fact, I want to give a, a shout out to uh, Yumi, uh, me and Aiden. That's her kids, and I—they're one of the people I got in a text from. They're KVJ listeners, and she works in the uh, athletic department there. Wow, as a uh, sports trainer, and so yeah, she gave us a nice tour of Harvard. Wow, gave me a little Harvard the Cross shirt. So thank you very much. That's fancy. Yeah, so we got to see it's the oldest football stadium too in America. The Harvard huh. Place. Oh, I bet you loved that. Oh, I did, yeah. So we got to see that in the basketball arena and the locker room and all that. So it was a great little tour we checked out. Um, and then I was at the, a bar called J.J. Foley's. Nice little Irish bar. And a dude named Barry's like, Kevin, what's up? He's a KBJ Nationer. He just recognized <laughs> me. I was like, all right. Hey, bro. That's kind of cool. That's so very our, cool. Our Boston numbers are pretty good is what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. Yeah, we have more people listening to KBJ in Boston than I thought. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so that was uh, pretty cool. I ran into uh, John and Tara, people we know from here. So they were up there. I met up with them. Nice. Um, I also ran into uh, your friend uh, Eli, who's in uh, Toe the Wet Sprocket. They were up there. Uh, Toe the Wet Sprocket had been opening up for Dropkick Murphys. They do that shipping up to Boston song. Yeah. Yes. That you hear every five minutes in every bar in Boston it's on St. Patty's Day? Hands down, the best St. Patty's Day song that anyone will or ever will write. Yeah. We love Eli. Eli's a really nice g- dude. Solid dude. Very yeah. nice guy. Eli's awesome. Yeah. And he said when they come down here, they're going to be playing down here soon. Uh, he'll let us know when, but they flip it. So Dropkick Murphys, you can't, uh, Dropkick Murphys have to be the headliner in Boston, but down here they'll be the opener. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Are they going back to the Revolution Live? That was such a fun place to see them. That'd probably be a good venue, yeah. Oh, it was such a good... Eli got us this little spot, like, right upstairs, like, Uh right next to where the band was, and he gave us backstage passes, and we were like, we're so cool. They did uh, House of Blues there, which is probably about a similar size venue. Yes. And they played three sold-out nights there. I love a House of Blues for a live show. Yeah, you saw Drock Pick Murphy uh, t-shirts all over Boston all weekend, so uh, that was all good. Also ran into a guy named Bob Mennery. Which, I don't know if you know him, he's the guy that does those uh, dirty sports takes, the videos, where he's like the sports announcer. He's the guy who's the voice of the Buffalo Wild Wings commercials, if you ever see those. And it was just so random, because uh, uh, we walked in the bar, and my wife recognized his girlfriend. She looks like one of the Jenners. 
And, okay. And so, so we kind of like looked <laughs> over, and she's like, "That's Bob Menery." I'm like, "No way!" So if you don't know sports, you probably wouldn't know who he is. Well, he's famous for his voice. Yeah. <laughs> so usually, you don't know what that guy right. looks like. Typically, you don't know. But the one thing about him, mean, he's a, he's a decent looking dude. But he looks like a guy might be punching above his weight class because his girlfriend's really hot. Well, if she looks like a Jenner. The Mexican queen loves her because she goes all in on people who are like going, dude, you're too ugly for that girl. So apparently (laughs) a lot of people give him a hard time on social media because his girlfriend's so hot. Damn. Yeah, but she then goes in on him, and the Mexican queen loves that. So, yeah, so I got to run into a lot of people. It was really cool. Money, the equalizer. Yes. <laughs> He's rich, y'all. That's kind of how it works out. So, <laughs> thanks again to everybody who uh, made a nice little trip up there. Great time for St. Patty's Day. So, if you want to do a trip to Boston, decent time to do it. And we got lucky with the weather, too. They had had a nor'easter right before we got there, and our temperatures were, it was sunny every day and in the 50s. And then when we left uh, in the morning, it was like 22 degrees. Oh, it's just, it gets really cold there. So that's the only thing. So we had great weather, and it was an awesome weekend. It's so cool seeing KVJ Nationers out somewhere that's not in our area. I, I love it. Well, it was it was so random because I was uh, meeting up with an old radio buddy of mine who uh, uh, runs a bunch of stations in Boston. And so I'm there, and then this guy comes up, and he's like, Kevin, I'm a big fan of your show. He's like, how does this happen? <laughs> I'm global, baby. Yeah. So I was like, good timing, dude. Thanks, it, yeah, man. Yeah, it kind of makes you look super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it, Barry. So, yeah, it was a good time. All right, coming up here in just a couple of minutes. How often do you need to wash your clothes or change your hand towels or even buy new underwear? Kind of been into this, and I, I'm just kind of surprised at what they say. And let me just tell you, I'm not living up to what the proper standard is supposed to be. Did you see what I sent you about the yes, underwear? I did. That was shocking to me and i am not living right i kind of thought so too i don't think any of at least you and i are not living right no i'll let you know what the supposed standards are on all those things coming up next it's kvj all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's Stephen diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Apparently I've been doing it all wrong my entire life. How often should you be washing your clothes and changing things out? And even buying new underwear. These are all different uh, things going down. And I was really kind of surprised to see what they say or some of the standards because uh, I don't know if I live up to it, but it's definitely in my head. They say that you should be washing underwear, socks, and workout clothes every time you wear them. Yes, we know that. Workout clothes, of course. Absolutely. I would think so, without a doubt. Uh, Wash pajamas once a week if you shower before bed. 
They say wash shirts after wearing them once if they had direct skin contact. I think sometimes yeah. I'll recycle. If I don't, they don't smell funky or whatever, and I've had it on for a little while. I'll fold it back up, put it back in. Especially if you only had it on for a couple hours. I yeah. do that all the time. I wear like stuff for like three hours, and then I come home, take it off. Like, yeah. I'll hang that back up. Yeah, that's, that's where I wasn't living right. As long as my shirt doesn't have a, a funk to it, yeah. If, if, if I if I wear it for a few hours, I I didn't do anything over the top sweaty. Yeah, it'll smell like French onion soup. We're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they say wash your jeans once a month. That seems like too long. You gotta wash your jeans more than that's a month full of farts. Come on. Yeah, especially if you're like Kevin mm-hmm. and you don't wear underpants. It's straight fart hitting denim. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's fart on denim crime. Can't have that. Yeah, that's where denim I was surprised. Feels, denim feels like it soaks up fart, too. Yeah, we need at least a week. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like they were too tight on the shirts and not tight enough on the jeans. Yes. Uh, they say that your hand towels should be washed after every use. The only exception is if you're the only one using it. They say it's safe for you to come in contact with your own germs, but if you use hand towels to dry your hands after washing them, they almost certainly harbor fecal bacteria. You know what I use in our guest bathroom for the guests, the randoms? Disposable little hand towels. They're paper. Sometimes they got like a little bunny on them at Easter or a little pumpkin on them at Halloween. Okay. That way your guests... We'll dry their hands, throw it in the trash. We're not we're not sharing a towel with randoms. The one thing Kevin has taught me just by doing this show is the world's got a lot of fecal issues. It yep. just yes. it does. Fecal the bacteria world, everywhere. It's everywhere. The everywhere. world can't wipe right. People got poo on their fingers and you can't trust these people. Mm. Uh, but I, I think even the the most pristine, clean hand, I think you're never going to be able to get it and wipe it out completely. Yeah. I think there's always going to, it's going to be around. It always attaches to you somehow. You don't even know. And they say after about two days, if you dry your face on a hand towel, you're probably getting more E. coli on your face than if you stuck your head in a toilet and flushed it. If you dry your face on the towel that people use to dry their hands, you're an animal. That's, that's a great takeaway right here. Just don't do that. Never. That's how you get real pink eye. Yes. Yeah, if there's just one thing that you listen to. And then uh, Virginia sent me this from uh, the Today Show. They said if you've had the same pairs of underwear for over a year, it's a good idea to replace them. I've got underwear from before Magnolia. Wow. These are draws that are almost 18 years old. So you keep them because, what, they're comfortable or you just don't throw things out? Well, sometimes I have, like, fancy panties that are only for special encounters. And I don't wear those every day. Those are not daily panties. Uh But... I'll I'll bust them out when it's time for a uh, sexy time. And they're 18 years old? Definitely. <laughs> I've got underwear from like before Magnolia They've was born. They resulted in the birth of all of her children. <laughs> oh, it's kind of weird, dog. I only have one sexy pair. But I really She's only the- ever had one sexy <laughs> pair of underwear. They've resulted in both of her children. Hey, you want to smell them? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, so there you go. So some very uh, interesting things on how you should be living your life with your clothes, believe it or not. I'm not doing it right. It's making me really think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There it is. KVJ. If you got a kid who's been in school, I'm sure you probably had some very interesting parent-teacher meetings and what they have said. There is a 
account on TikTok called Board Teachers. And there is one teacher that is on there talking about what teacher speak really means when they say certain things about your kid. We have a code when we email parents. When we use phrases like, your child is very social, that means they won't stop talking or their excitement in the classroom is contagious. It means they will not calm down. (laughs) Or if they're a natural born leader, your child is super bossy. Uh huh. Have you ever heard any of those uh, comments about any of your children, Virginia? <laughs> Natural born leader. Yeah, the kid's just bossy. <laughs> That's not a bad thing, okay? If people are saying that your kid is a natural born leader or they're bossy, encourage that behavior. Leaders mm-hmm. are winners, and winners are leaders. Would you rather have a teacher use teacher speak on you, saying those things, kind of a way of sugarcoating your child's questionable behavior, or would you rather them just be straightforward and be like, you know, your kid's kind of bossy and rude. Your, your kid's kind of a jerk. Rude is bad. <laughs> bossy is okay. It's a fine line. Okay. Uh, and there are some, I mean, not all leaders are winners. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Okay, well, is that uh, true, teachers? Do you use teacher speak? You can always uh, jump on, let us know, 877-979-WRMF. The KVJ Show. Yeah, kind of keeping it real, we did have some uh, teachers sound off on the uh, teacher speak that uh, we just heard about a second ago, where if, uh, you know, your kid is uh, talkative, that, uh, you know, they might be exuberant or they might use other words. Uh, One text we had said, yeah, I'm a teacher, and this is definitely an art form. And we always try to keep it positive. Uh, One I've learned this year is if a kid is really stubborn, they are a great advocate for their own needs. (laughs) 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 So there you go. The nice flowery way it teaches you is to express your kid's real behavior. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia. Take it away, because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, Sharon Stone spoke at a cancer awareness event and talked about her finances and just how hard she was hit after that Silicon Valley bank collapsed out in California. I guess she had a lot of her money there, and she made an emotional plea to the audience and said, look, I just lost half my money in this collapse of this banking thing that I don't really fully understand. But here I am still supporting this cancer charity and still donating. I don't know what's happening with my finances, but I'm still writing a check. Wow. That is scary. Imagine you lose half your money because somebody's bank went under. Sometimes yeah. you want to take all your money out and bury it in the backyard, right? Amen. Some people do. <laughs> That's scary. Um, in other news, this is kind of scandalous. Back in 1998, remember that movie Wild Things? Yes, I do. Super sexy movie. Matt Dillon, you got Nev Campbell. Yep. Kevin Bacon. Yep. Apparently, there was supposed to be a romantic scene between Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon. And the director is talking about what it was like on the set. And I guess one of them, he won't say which one, but one of them, either Kevin Bacon or Matt Dillon, refused to do the dude-on-dude work. And so the scene was out of the movie. They didn't do the scene, but it was in the script. And he won't say which guy refused to do it, but I guess the other guy was like, all right, I'll do it. And one of them was like, no, 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 we're not doing that. 
<laughs> I, I'm not sure where that would have been in the storyline. I'm not sure we were ready for that in 1998. I just, I, I just don't see where it would make sense in the storyline. Because I, I know that movie pretty well. I don't know it at all. It was big because it was, you know, very steamy. Between the two girls. Yes. We were ready for girl-on-girl girl action. I don't know if we were ready for guy-on-guy. Guy. Mm. Mainstream. I don't know. I love it. I love it all. We've love always all been action. ready, Virginia. I'm ready now. Give me all kind of action. Uh, but yeah, they won't say who it was, but one of them refused to do it. Don't you love that when some it, it, they put those blind items out there? One of these per, one of these people did something, so you have to guess who it is. Well, now I hope they talk to Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon, and maybe who did it said, you know, I was going to do it or I wouldn't do it, because I'm curious now. Hmm. Selena Gomez just surpassed 400 million followers on Instagram. This whole battle that she's had with Haley Bieber and the Jenners has certainly not worked out in the way of Haley and the Jenners because everything that they do to her, Selena just gets more and more popular and they just lose followers. <laughs> Team Selena. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Okay. Got uh, some celebrity birthdays happening today. Happy birthday to Michael Rappaport. He's uh, turning 53 years old today. You don't see that very often where a guy is so into sports, but also so into the Real Housewives franchises and knows details so deep about sports and housewives in the same conversation. He's in a few really, really good movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael Rappaport that I love. Do you guys ever see Copland? No. That is so, that's got a lot of famous people in it. It's an all-star cast. Okay. And it's very good. Yeah. He's spicy. I love him. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee is turning 66 years old today. Miami Heat's president and former coach Pat Riley is 78 today. Also got a happy 15th birthday to my smart, handsome son, Joshua. You rock kid from Mom, Michael, and Nico. And you got a photo of him there on KBJ TV. Bentley having a happy birthday. That's from Aunt Donna. You got a happy 30th birthday to my amazing fiance, Nicole. Jaybird's Pizza Hat Maker. Good luck oh. on your job promotion today. Oh, Pizza it. Hat. I love it. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, happy birthday to Tara DeLisa, celebrating today with her husband, John, and the fam. And also, happy belated 83rd birthday to my wonderful daddy, Larry, whose birthday was this past Saturday. From your daughter, Rose, and son-in-law, Doug. I love you. Here's to uh, many more birthdays. Got a photo in there on KBJ TV. Doug! Okay, killing it. Got a birthday. Want to get a shout out? Just send it to us. Mail at kvjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kvjshow.com. Kind of surprised by what is the highest grossing comedy of all time in the United States. Any guess what that might be? If you had to say... Highest grossing Highest comedy, grossing comedy of, all of all time in the United States. What's the uh, the Chris Tucker movie? The big one? Rush Hour. Rush Hour. I'm going to go Rush Hour. Okay. Would you consider that comedy? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go Rush Hour. Okay. What do you think, Virginia? Any guess? What uh, might be? I'm, I'm going to go Rush Hour, too. <laughs> the sequel? <laughs> the sequel? <laughs> I'm not good at this game. One of us is wrong. <laughs> there is actually a comedy and its sequel that made the top five, both of them. And I got to tell you, I'm honestly surprised by pretty much this entire list. The KVJ Show. Jaber's talking about the rush hour, thinking maybe uh, that was in there. It's not in the top ten. How about The Hangover? 
The Hangover is the one that has the original and the sequel in the top five. Okay, look at you. I was really surprised. Uh, I guess even with the first one, I mean, it was a great movie. But it made $277.3 million. And then the sequel that came out two years later made $254.5 million. That's the number four and number five highest grossing comedies of all time in the U.S. They did a part three as well. Yeah, I know. right? Well, I mean, if you make that much money with one and two, why wouldn't you at least you know try it one more time? Money's where it's at. That's it. Just see what uh, happens. The overall number one highest grossing comedy of all time in the U.S. is Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh, I love that movie. People do love them some minions, man. Uh, the, all the minions. I love them. The, every single one is. So Rise of Gru, is that the original where Gru is a little kid? I don't think so because it came out just last year. If it's the one where Gru is a kid, it's so good. Okay. I don't know. I haven't seen it. All I know is fan. it came out last year. What I like, Maybe it is. Would I like that movie? Yes. Okay. I think you would. I got to watch that. And I think you and Denny's uh, recommended Ratatouille I got to watch as well. Ratatouille. It's a good one. It's a good one. And I want you to see the Hannah Montana movie too. <laughs> been saying that. He's got a lot of things to watch. Is that on the list, Kev? Hannah Montana? <laughs> did not make it, no. <laughs> Hannah Montana movie did not make it. The uh, Rise of Guru, $369.7 million. I mean, that's legit. It's so good. It's really good movie. Number two is Home Alone at $285.8 million. Second highest grossing comedy of all time in the U.S. No crud. I wonder, is that, does that include rentals from back in the day? For the, the total? I think this is box office numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's only domestic. It's not the uh, global either. Uh, Meet the Fockers is uh, number three all time with uh, $279.2 million. That movie is almost 20 years old now. The original one, right? Uh-huh. Meet yeah. the Parents? Meet the, meet the Parents or Meet the Fockers? They were both great. The I- original was Meet the Parents, right? And that So that probably is... Uh, 20 years old. To me, Meet the Parents is the best one. It is better, but the, Meet the Fockers is great, too. Mm. It's as good as the first one. Babs. It's it's good. Babs. So Meet the Parents was 2000. Yeah, man. That movie's 23 years old now. That's a funny movie. I huh. agree. I mean, that, can you milk me? <laughs> I got nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> it's the best line ever. What are the odds they get together and do a Meet the Grandparents? I think they're probably great. Where there's money, yeah. there's going to be a script. I think they did three of those too, didn't they? Yeah, they did. I think so. I don't remember the third one. Meet the kids. It was. It's it, something with the kids. Yeah, uh, part four. Meet the pets. Right, <laughs> <laughs> just meeting everybody on the block. Meet the neighbors. Uh, Bruce Almighty is in it. Uh, number six of the highest grossing comedies of all time. Ghostbusters from 1984 is at seven. Beverly Hills Cop, also from 84, is at number 8. Then you got Mr. Doubtfire in there at number 9. And then Ted is number 10 for the highest grossing comedies. Well, Doubtfire's in the top 10, which yeah. I'm kind of surprised on that one. And that whole list just oddly surprised me. Every, everything top to bottom. I was like, wow, never thought that those would be top 10 movies. Do your kids like Mrs. Doubtfire? Have they seen that movie? I don't think they've seen it. Mm-mm. No. Off the, off the radar. That might be one to show them and see if it holds up. Mm-hmm. I just want to see what they think of Mrs. Doubtfire. The character he's playing. Your kid's going to watch it go, man, this dad's kind of psycho. Or are they going to go, oh, love old Mrs. Doubtfire. Because you said you were actually not Team Doubtfire. I'm not. I'm not. You think Mrs. Doubtfire was insane. I think he's a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of mean to uh, Pierce Brosnan. 
He was very mean to Pierce Brosnan. Bronson was just trying to do it right. Pierce yeah. Brosnan is hot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Former James Bond. All right, uh, Suits always uh, goes back and gives us perspective of an older movie through the younger eyes. A little Gen Z movie review. He's the oldest, youngest guy we know. That's right. <laughs> so happy to see you, Suits. Oh, happy to be here. What is the uh, movie that uh, you reviewed over the weekend? Boys in the Hood. Okay. Oh. Yes. So, yeah, after I watched that terrible movie last week, you guys were really talking this one up, so I was very curious about it, and you did not undersell this movie. This is a great movie. Mm-hmm. I really like those ones where when it ends, you're still thinking about it. Like, it just leaves you with, that yeah. was real, that was wow. That's the way I felt after watching this movie. It gets really deep at certain points. It wow. is. It is just fantastic. That's the kind of movie right there that I like. You really get a real sense for what it was like. Yeah, that, that's why I think, you know, especially for a kid like me, you know, I grew up in a really small town, predominantly white in southeastern Ohio, and that's when I saw that movie. And to get a perspective of what it's like in some of the inner city neighborhoods growing up and, and just that whole thing and the, the threat of violence and everything else that they live with on a daily basis really was just eye-opening and stunning to me. Yeah, and it's like you can't escape it even though you want to. You're trying to better your life, but you keep getting sucked back into that yeah. world just right. by being in that situation. And that's just something that... I, growing up, I never dealt with anything like that. There's another movie you got to watch. That, it's called Menace to Society. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. I've heard before. of it. Yeah. That is a, another fantastic movie that I think you would like. If you haven't seen that, Kev, you definitely need to see that. Who was in that? Do you remember? Gosh, as far as I can see their faces, I can't. I don't remember their names. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, check that one out. Yes. Okay. Menace to Society from 1993. Okay. Okay. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson, Jaded Pinkett. There we go. Yeah, it's got an all-star cast here, yeah. too. Okay, yeah. 1990. Well, 1993. Right about the same era. I think it was 91 yeah. on Boys in the Hood. That's why I brought it up. Because <laughs> all you know is old movies. <laughs> that's it. They, they would run both of those movies constantly on HBO. You'd come home from a party, it would always be on. Yeah. Oh, that, that was the era of that. It's just like they did, and it, doesn't that always happen? They do a Boys in the Hood, and like, going, let's go with this genre. This is really kind of working. There was, yes, there was a genre going on for sure. Let's let white America see inner city uh, We'll make seven America. of these. Yeah, <laughs> and then that's what they did. So what kind of rating would you give it, Suits? That's uh, definitely higher up on my list. I'm going to put that at a 90. I really wow. liked that movie. It was very good. Start to finish, there was no real fat on that. It, great movie. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. It's a gritty ending. Was it necessary? Yes. I mean, you know what? I think it just keeps with the whole being real to what it's like in that situation. You know, sometimes you got to be gritty in a movie to get the point across. And yeah, yeah it's a little intense and it sticks with you. But I, I personally like when a movie goes there and does stuff like that. Yeah, man. The, some of the happy endings on movies. They're so cheesy. Sometimes things are, don't always go well in life. That's true. Yep. Preach, uh, suits. <laughs> Oh, it's got get, a 90 a sermon all of the movie reveal. <laughs> it's got a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Does not surprise yeah, me. It's 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 amazing. It's an amazing movie. Really good mm-hmm. movie. It makes you think. Okay. The KVJ show.
When I talk to somebody who works out seriously in South Florida, they've always gone through Busy Body Fitness Center. It's conveniently located right there in Palm Beach Gardens at Military and North Lake. I have gotten the best workouts of my life there for many reasons. Great trainers, great functional workout areas too. If you want to do different things like the box jumps or just do more of that interval training, it's a perfect place. So if you want a great workout and want to lose the weight, the place where the people who really work out go is Busy Body Fitness Center. Well, the NCAA tournament has been uh, raging on over the weekend. Big congratulations to the FAU Fighting Owls and the Miami Hurricanes. They both are going to be advancing into the Sweet 16. Owls play next Thursday night, 9 o'clock. they got a really tough game, though, taking on Tennessee, Madison Square Garden. So we'll see how they do. But the Canes are uh, still holding in there. In fact, they're the only ACC team left in the NCAA tournament. So we got uh, still a lot of things to root for. So best of luck to those two teams. We're doing our Tournament of Towns. That was our uh, bracket that uh, we've had up. And I got to tell you, just kind of like the regular tournament that uh, we got going on here for basketball, this one is uh, full of upsets and pretty shocking as well. As I uh, look through this, uh, one, I guess kind of a little bit of an upset, Port St. Lucie beat Miami. Whoa. Yeah. It was close. We love the Pizzolo. Yeah. So they took down uh, Miami. Jupiter wound up taking down Aventura. Don't uh, know. I'm too surprised by that. Hollywood beat Plantation. You had uh, Key West over uh, Hallandale Beach. And what was, uh, I think, kind of a big upset, Isla Mirada beat Fort Lauderdale. I'm surprised by that. Look, don't sleep on Hollywood. They got that diner, which I kind of think is... Well, Hollywood's separate. Oh, I'm yeah. dumb. <laughs> Don't sleep on listening to Kevin. Well, not just the worst. <laughs> but Hollywood, yes, you're right. You don't, do even have have that, you don't have that ski cap on today, too. Like, you have straight headphones. Yeah, no, it's always been me, the problem. <laughs> <laughs> In a different town. But, uh, but that diner, though. But, yeah, diner. The, but diner. the diner. We do love a diner. And they did serve champagne in that diner, so yes. I loved yes. it. Uh, Virginia's town, Tequesta, is uh, raging on, beating uh, Deerfield Beach. Okay. Yeah. Suck it, Deerfield. How about that? <laughs> In your face, Deerfield. <laughs> Crotch chop you. Jensen Beach took out Lake Worth Beach. Palm Beach took out Royal Palm. You had uh, Juno Beach beating Jupiter Farms. Uh, Suits Town of uh, Boynton Beach is still uh, raging on. Palm Beach Gardens is uh, still in there as well. So as we look at the current matchups that we've got today, and you can go to kvjshow.com to go vote. Who do you think should be winning the matchups? We've got uh, Port St. Lucie versus Jupiter. Port St. Lucie versus Jupiter. I'm sorry, Port St. Lucie. Jupiter brings the heat. It just does. Okay. There's more to do, more to see. I mean, yeah, Port St. Lucie's great, but it, it can't it can't compare to Jupiter. Okay. Uh, we've got a number five seed Hollywood going up against a nine seed Key West. And Jaber, this is the town with the diner. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't don't sleep on Hollywood. Yeah, don't go. sleep on Hollywood. <laughs> It's a good comment. You just said it too early. That's all. <laughs> it was there. It's, at least I'm in the arena. Uh, then the 15th seed, Isla Morata, is taking on the 14th seed, Tequesta. Two Ooh. Cinderella's battle it. That'll be interesting to see how that plays. Uh, number five seed, Jensen Beach, is taking on Palm Beach, uh, the seventh seed. Then you got Juno Beach versus Boynton Beach. Palm Beach Gardens is taking on Palm City. Palm City's oh. had a couple upsets to get there. Gardens is going to destroy the Palm City. And then you got uh, 
West Palm Beach, number one seed, taking on Vero Beach, a four seed, and then Hutchinson Island versus Marathon, a 10 seed. So that's uh, what we have left. So I'm really kind of surprised to see that you've uh, Delray Beach is gone, Boca Raton is gone. Lake Park. Fort Lauderdale is gone. Miami is gone. Uh, West Palm is the only one, number one seed that uh, we had from the original that is still left. So, again, you can go to kvjshow.com or go to the KVJ Show Facebook page to sound off. My KVJ Show. All right. Time for another round of Bueno o Malo here today. Denny's is the one who gets to partake. He's going to be able to choose. One option is going to be good. One option is going to be bad. Real bad. Mm. He's going to feel a burn. That's it. He's got to use context clues from whatever Spanish he's learned so far on this program. There'll be tears. See how well he does. Okay. Blindfold. Blindfold. Got a blindfold for uh, Denny's in here. Should we send him out while we talk about it? Because it, it requires a little work. Okay. Sure, you can do that. Yeah. Kick him out. He's got the blindfold on. I don't want (laughs) to accidentally see what we've prepared for him here. Walk him right into the door. He can't see. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so um, what he's not going to want is the bubblegum we've already chewed. Right. Yeah, we're chewing it now. All of us are chewing on gum. Yeah, I chewed my uh, piece just a minute ago. Had that thing been through the wash, possibly? Uh, Yeah, I think so. T-Bird, what did you do? To, is it mallow for all of us? <laughs> we might have gotten the worst part of it. That's an M. Night Shyamalan ending. I didn't see it was, happening. It was oddly aged in a certain way. I've definitely chewed gum that's been through the washer before. Y'all be fine. It's crispy. <laughs> it was, it's interesting texture to it. It's weird. Bro, yeah. you set us up? I set myself up, too. <laughs> I'm just a shot to y'all. All right, who's collecting all the pre-chewed gum? Give it to me. You want me to baby bird you? No. Okay. okay well, all right. Let's go. It's a giant wad of pre-chewed gum. That's Malo. All can see. Gross. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Bueno is what? Just regular gum? Yep. It's, yeah. It's either the regular or the already been chewed gum, the ABC gum. Okay. As they uh, call it. So we'll Blip. see if uh, Denny's can figure <laughs> out from the context clues which is which. The gum is wet, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> the gum that mm-hmm. we ate is so moist. All right. We can uh, bring Denny's back in here. Bring in the victim. Mm-hmm. She tries to figure out what he's uh, being presented with here. <laughs> hey, Danny. How's it going? You know what it's time to do? Open up, sweet baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At that time once again here. Okay, Evelyn is going to be reading off your options here in Bueno o Malo. We'll see if you can figure out which is which. Okay, what is option number one that we have here today? Este es un chicle que ya ha sido masticado. Ooh, it's kind of kind of quick and short. Masticado. Chicle, uh-huh. okay. Got some big word there. Okay. And then Evelyn, what is option number two here for Denny's? Esto es goma de mascar recién sacada del paquete. Mm-hmm. We got a tough one this week. Ooh, oh, it, it is because sometimes there's carryover words in both of them. Yeah. I didn't hear that. I can't, okay. help, I can't help you this week, Pedro. <laughs> okay, so uh, you want to hear it one more time here, Danny? Try to figure out what you got. Just one more time. Okay. okay. All right. So option one: Este es un chicle que ya ha sido masticado. Okay. All right. And uh, option number two: Esto es goma de mascar recién sacada del paquete. 
I, I like how you rolled the R out there. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Skill. Okay, Denny's, what are you picking up on? What is a, a word that you think might be a signature word that can help give you context clues to whether you're going to be choosing a good option or a bad option? I mean, chicle sounded good, mm-hmm. right? Chicle. Chicle. You like the uh, word chicle? Chicle. Chicle. Yeah, okay, like and that, that was word. in that was in option one. Uh, yes, I believe it was the first option. Okay. All right. So you're going to stick with that and ride that? Yeah, I'll go with chicle. I, I like that word. All the other words I didn't necessarily understand. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I'll get, we'll get it prepared. Chicle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The go. rest of us don't know which one it is. <laughs> I, like, I would, so Kevin! What, what we're seeing here is pretty much everybody would lose. Kevin! Yeah. <laughs> I, I was legit con- conf- confused, though. <laughs> we're confused every week. Okay. okay. Open up, sweet baby. Okay. So, again, for our Spanish speakers, Evelyn, uh, tell everybody what he has uh, chosen here. Este es un chicle que ya ha sido masticado. Okay. All right, there you go, yeah. Denny's. Pop Don't it stop. in, chew yeah, it around. Yeah, okay, stop. what are you what are you thinking there? What do you got? If you had to guess, <laughs> yeah. it's it's good. It's good and bad. Okay, so it's wet ass gum. <laughs> <laughs> it's wag. We call it wag dog. You know, your boy salivates a lot. The bird is wet. You chose gum that's already been chewed. By everybody on the show. <laughs> yeah, he went with the already been chewed oh. gum. He started to enjoy wet. it, though, towards the <laughs> He's enjoyed it until he realized, yeah. wait a minute. Well, we still have oh. flavor for you. Oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ciro Masticado, that is, uh, has already been chewed. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, so that's what uh, he went with. Your other option was... This is chewing gum that is fresh out of the packet. Ah, fresh. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I have to use that word. Uh, I'm not so sure it's fresh. It was in Jaybird's house, and we think something might have happened to it before we chewed it. I, but... I think I washed it. It happened. <laughs> the silly thing is I know it's gross, but it tasted good. <laughs> right, so it wasn't the worst of the worst. I'm so bummed out because that cold, wet was your guy's saliva. Well, <laughs> yeah. You, you basically just made out with all of us. Dude, you'll be fine. It's not like I was around a lot of people on St. Patty's Day night. I was going to say. Who knows where their mouth has been? Oh, everywhere. And he oh. sounds like he's getting sick right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to call guys. <laughs> it's KVJ. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. Well, this is certainly an odd uh, story, but I-, I love the details of divorce and then who has to pay whom what. It's always interesting to me. Did you realize that Kenny G and his ex-wife, they divorced many years ago. And ever since they divorced, they divorced back in 2013. He has been paying her 40 grand a month in spousal support, which if you add that up for the past nine years since they divorced, he's paid her over $3.9 million dollars. Man, Whoa. That's, oh. that's a lot of horn money. And all she does is just sit there and cash checks. Meanwhile, he's out there blowing every instrument. Kenny G is now filing legal documents asking that, wait, can we please revise this? Because, yes, I have been blowing a lot of instruments for a long time, but I don't make the money that I used to make back in 2013 anymore. Yeah, he's struggling mm. right now. I see his net worth is at $100 million. 
He's worth a hundred million. That is so much money for horns. But I mean, he's paid three point nine to her, and how long does spousal support go on for? It just doesn't seem very fair that for perpetuity he should have to pay her nine years ago they got divorced can we lay up on kenny he uh he plays such peaceful horn music this has got to anger him you know (laughs) i would would love to hear him take it out on the horn i would too the anger (laughs) put the anger the emotion into the horn kenny A crazy altercation happened Monday, last Monday, outside of the Four Seasons in Fort Lauderdale. I guess the drummer from Def Leppard was like smoking a cigarette, hanging out, chill, not doing nothing to nobody when he was attacked by a drunk, crazy spring breaker. Uh, Rick Allen, the drummer from Def Leppard, was minding his own business when 19-year-old Max Hartley drunkenly attacked him, knocked him to the ground like, what the hell? Yeah, this dude was out of control. He was going on a rampage, just a drunken rampage, and I think just attacking about anything. Uh, He had also had a couple of uh, run-ins. There apparently was a woman that was there inside of the Four Seasons, and he grabbed her by the hair and was like pulling out of the lobby, and then he was trying to throw chairs through some of the windows and smash those. Was he on goofballs? Right now, they just have it as intoxication, but yeah, you just kind of wonder. Here's a little bit of the uh, 911 call that uh, happened as they're reporting this guy's out-of-control drunken behavior. Tell me exactly what happened. I was sitting out front. This guy was, I, I caught him throwing chairs inside our establishment, and then he ran. We got another complaint from someone else as well. Okay, what establishment was he throwing chairs in front of? In, in Wine Garden, where I, where I work. My boss is right here. Okay. And when I, I came out, when I, when I came up, he ran, and we chased him. I'm going to stay until they get there. Okay, thank you. Yeah, just just crazy. I mean, just insanity. Like, this guy was on a crime spree, moving from spot to spot, attacking innocent people. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? Rick Allen's just such a really chill, awesome, positive person, too, that it's just unbelievable. And this kid is looking at uh, some serious charges, too, because... Uh, Rick Allen, if you don't know the story about the Def Leppard drummer, he lost his arm back in the 80s. And He's so, got one arm. Yeah, so it's uh, you know considered an attack on a handicapped person. And then also because of Rick's age, they're going to up the charges on that. So this kid for his drunken rampage is looking at going home with some very serious charges against him. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. He deserves it. Yeah, that, he that story of, the, of him coming back after he had that arm accident and then becoming and staying the drummer and Def Leppard is such a remarkable story. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's got a what heck of a spirit. Yeah, no, he really does. He's a very positive dude, and he said he's recovering in a safe space. <laughs> so I assume he's out of South Florida. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. gosh. He's probably never going to want to come back. Yeah, and he's, he's typically here a good bit because he does a lot of art. Also on the side, so he'll go, you know, there's a couple galleries that he'll pop into in, in, in Boca and a little bit uh, like in Fort Lauderdale. So he seems to like the area, or did seem to like the area. He just may not come back during spring break again. Yeah. I hope they throw the book at you, Max, you mm-hmm. dirtbag. And finally here, uh, Tyra Banks announced that she is leaving Dancing with the Stars after three seasons as the host. She replaced Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews back in 2020, but has gotten lots of criticism during her time hosting. Oh, why? Uh, 
They didn't love her, I guess. I don't know. I don't watch the show. Okay. Uh, I think we have a clip. They, they tried coming after her uh, for the next top model. They, they, they took old old clips for yelling at everybody and treating people terrible in a montage. <laughs> and when you put it in a montage, it doesn't look great. These don't age well when you critique women on their bodies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the montage, you go, oh, dang, Tyra, that is harsh. We don't say the same things to women about their bodies as we did like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. So here's a bit of Tyra leaving the hosting of Dancing with the Stars. I feel it's time for me to really focus on my business and my entrepreneurship and also producing more TV, but behind the scenes. I think it's time to graduate from the dance floor to the stock market floor. Wait, so, I mean, does that mean you're stepping away from Dancing with the Stars? I mean, I think it's time. What do you think it's time? Okay. Was this her choice or was this their choice? And they're letting her say right. whatever she wants. Say face. I think a lot of times uh, the network will cave to the pressure of the people going, we don't really love this host. And I've heard a lot of people say that, that love that show that didn't necessarily love her hosting it. Okay. But right. it's interesting. They let you know if you're not hosting a, a good job. I see with Jeopardy. They go after... I see with this show. <laughs> they let you know in a hot minute if you mess up one word. Like People will come for you and call for your dismissal quick. I know because it happens to me weekly. And that's what's going on in your dirt. KVJ. If somebody's done you wrong, it's time for you to sing along. And call them out, call them out, call them out. You gotta call them out, call them out, call them out. Out. Got to call out a lot of spring breakers. You know, I mean, hey, look, the travel and tourism is good, and uh, you make a lot of money off of it, but man, just the three weeks that spring break is going on, they really do tear the heck out of South Florida. I mean, the first call them out is for that 19-year-old Max Hartley that attacked Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen last Monday in Fort Lauderdale outside of the Four Seasons. Douchebag. That's just unbelievable. The guy's got one arm, and he's, you know, he's... Not he's as a young living as he used legend. To be. Yeah, he, he is. is an icon in rock and roll. Out yeah. there, just smoking a ciggy, minding right. his own business. Oh, Max, you deserve some prison time. Mm-hmm. So he definitely needs to be called out. Got to call out uh, a lot of people who are just wrecking Miami Beach. I don't know if you saw what was going on, but the videos that I saw, especially the ones that kind of got out uncensored on social media, it was pretty intense. There were uh, there's a, a state of emergency declared. Yeah, <laughs> like that is hardcore. <laughs> Two deadly shootings went down over the weekend, pretty much there on Ocean Drive, right there at uh, Lummis Park, which you know very well, and all those restaurants right there on the street. And people just come up. I mean, the one, the couple of the tables that I saw out front, one of the um, hotel and restaurants right there, it, it looked like everybody just flipped them over. They were just trashed. It was just, it was unreal. And I think that happened because there was just gunshot, and a guy just dropped right in the street. Oh, my God. From what I saw. And you're just sitting there eating and, you know, whatever. It's crazy. That area has completely changed. And the locals hate it. Yeah. Hate it. Well, I, there's no way you would uh, be doing anything uh, too late. And a lot of this stuff did happen crazy early in the morning. Um, you know, so a lot of it is that, but they put in a curfew now. Uh, one person was killed, another wounded by in a shooting on Friday night at about 10:30 on Ocean Drive. Yeah, that's not my kind of spring break. And then the curfew was imposed after another fatal shooting around 3:30 a.m. Sunday on Ocean Drive near 11th Street. Uh, 24-year-old Dantavius Pope 
has been arrested in one of the killings. And Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber, he said that they also confiscated 70 guns over the past two weeks. 70? 70. It's a lot of guns. That is a lot of guns. And when you've got people drinking heavily all day long, guns is not a great mix. Well, I told you last time Cousin Callie was down there, she went down for the fun and somebody pulled out a gun right there by the Versace mansion. They were just walking by and all these people rushed for cover. People got trampled. Wow. Nobody fired the gun, but a lot uh-huh. of people saw it and then just took off running and it was a stampede. Well, if you see the videos that happened from over the weekend, you realize that people were just firing off guns all over the place there in Miami Beach. So, that is not a party. No, no. That's just, yeah, so for three weeks uh, of the year, I definitely would not be uh, heading to Miami Beach. Yeah, so they do spring break a little different than when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't bring pistols. No. Uh, and then just uh, other people need to be called out. I don't know if you blame this on spring break, but uh, I saw there were two dudes from Miami-Dade that were uh, arrested on Clematis in West Palm. They were just stealing credit cards and phones at Roxy's. And people Uh-oh. realize, yeah, a bunch of people at the bar, I guess, like at the same time, like, wait a minute, where's my Where's my phone? Yeah. They're so slick. I had a, a friend of mine, she was in the club on Clematis about three weeks ago. Her purse was zipped up with her phone inside of it. These people unzipped her purse, took her phone out. Zipped it back. She didn't feel a thing. Mm-hmm. An hour later, she realizes her phone is gone. All yeah. that's got to be on camera at, at Roxy's, right? Well, I think they got a lot of it, and I think the guys got caught, and it was mainly because they had gotten away and they were running up charges, and I think they were able to figure out who they were. Unbelievable. Yeah, but it just it's it's unfortunate because if we're here, you got to really watch out because crime escalates for the three weeks of spring break. Like I said, it's 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 nice to have the uh, travel and tourism. But, you know, when you're behaving and not, you know, punching one-armed dr- drummers in the face or trying to smoke a cigarette. I remember it was just about spring break and wet t-shirt contests and all that kind of stuff. Do they still do that? Or they're, has that been canceled? Uh, no, no, they're still doing some of that. They got. I saw they had that. Um, By but, God, you're not taking our wet t-shirt contest? But there's just a lot of fighting. I mean, there's a guy that uh, was getting drug out of uh, Rock Bar in Fort Lauderdale and he punched a cop in the face. Oh, and, boy. You know, oh, just, it's never going to go well for you if no. you hit a police officer. Like, how stupid are you? Well, I just was reminded going out on St. Patty's night in a bar where you have all different types of people drinking and a lot of people are, are over drinking yeah. and people don't know each other. It's a recipe for weirdness. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Jaber, you said you had something interesting happen because somebody followed you into a bathroom stall or the bar you went into? The bathroom, the place on St. Patty's Day, uh, this is after the concert we went to. The bar in St. Augustine? Yeah, I, I didn't wear green. I, just, I wasn't thinking. I just was not, I didn't think we were going to be going out to a bar after. So I kinda, but here you are. I misjudged it a little bit. And they, the people in the bar did not like the fact that I had no green on because it was late. Everyone was drunk. And so I was, I walked in the bar and this guy follows me in. Cause you know, when something's, you, you can, can feel, feel him. Yeah. And I'm in the stall and he walks right behind me, right by the stall. He goes, so where are you from? I go, oh, I'm from <laughs> down South. I'm trying to be friendly. I'm trying. He goes, why are you wearing that outfit? No green, huh? But now he's being a jerk about it. He goes, what's with your braids? What's it to you? 
Yeah, he was asking me all oh, weird geez. questions. Oh, yeah. if I would have been there, this would have been shut down real quick. Well, that's what. Now I'm in a bathroom, not a very big bathroom. I don't know what's going on with this guy. He's, he's, he's definitely bigger than me. He's trying to start trouble because yeah. he's over drinking. It's St. Paddy's Day. He just heard the Dropkick Murphy song. Yeah, he did. He's he, looking for a fight and he picked a little guy. Go pick on somebody your own size, well, you I'm bozo. Not, I'm not that little. I mean, I'm about 5'11". <laughs> this guy obviously can't fight. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I, I'd wanna get, well, I don't want to fight. I'd, you have peaceful Willie Nelson braids. I, 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 he, he, called, he asked me another thing. Are you Navajo? I go, no, man, I'm, I'm just uh, so. I've been a hoe. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what was going on. He didn't yeah. like my outfit. Uh-huh. Uh, I had that poncho on. I had the braids. <laughs> you got, look like Cinco de Mayo on St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> I had a look without any green, and then people were drunk. But it was it was weird. You just give him something to comment on. Yeah. Yeah. And he I, had too much to say and no familiarity. If you don't know somebody, they should not be following you in the bathroom and talking to you like that. I kept it cool, though. Yeah, okay. I, cool. What am I going to do? Get into a fight on St. Paddy's Day in St. Augustine? No. No, that's not fun. Virginia wants blood. No, no. I would have de-escalated it, but you just have to put this guy <laughs> in his place. Hey, what? what did I would have been like, back up. You better leave my friend alone quick I, I, before I, I go get Bigfoot. That, that usually de-escalates it. St. Paddy's Day, do you remember the last time we all went out to a bar on St. Paddy's Day? Yeah. Yeah. I my do. friend had just died. I know, you told the whole bar that over and over again, and then you asked the bar, do you want to die? <laughs> yeah, you would have been great at de-escalating it. <laughs> As she That's sits your girl. in the chair yeah. right now, I would have done yeah. this, and I would have yeah. said that, yeah. and I would have punched him in the neck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah she, Nobody picks on my Jaybird. She's going to clear it all up. No more issues. <laughs> it was weird. I, yeah. kept, I, I kept a peaceful head. I think that's what got me out of the weird situation. Yeah, or, or Virginia, you know, could handle it. <laughs> no, I would have gone and got Bigfoot and said, "Do you know this guy he, he is messing?" Because he escalates a lot oh, too. Bigfoot would have killed him. Yeah. He destroyed him. <laughs> we had a great time. It was fun. Yeah, it just was weird. I just didn't know what that guy was asking me. Uh, somebody other called him out. Somebody said, "I want to call out the people that had a baby at a brewery on St. Patty's Day." It happens. You really have to drink that badly. Yeah, some people like to go to the bar with their baby. <sighs> yeah, don't judge. I, I, Parents I, more than anyone deserve a drink. Well, and and honestly, to defend it in a sense, uh, most breweries are pretty chill. I mean, I actually was at one on Saturday, and I saw a couple babies that were there. It was at Harpoon Brewery in Boston. There's a lot of people there. They're just having a couple beers and playing some games. I saw a lot of kids there, and that's typical. And if it wasn't for beer, a lot of these kids wouldn't be here. Yeah. So they need to be thanking beer for their existence. She's she's always on the side with alcohol. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I will, too. One thing I got to call out that I noticed when I was flying out on Wednesday, you go to Palm Beach International, and uh, it's probably the most limiting on food and drink options of any of our airports that we have. But it's sparse. Had a nice little direct flight. It was all good. So we get there, and we're walking in. They have a uh, Chili's, too. I love Chili's. I'm like, this is my chance. I've been to get back to uh, Chili's. And uh, we walked in. It was uh, 7.01, and we sat down at the bar, and they're like, sorry, we're closed. What? Like, you're closed? I'm like, it's 7 o'clock. They're like, yeah, we close at 7. I'm like, this is like dinner time. Shouldn't you be open till at least 9? That's what I thought. And <laughs> then they shut down, and it leaves a huge void, and every place started closing their PBI. I'm like, so I guess if you fly after 7 p.m., there's really nowhere to go. Wow. Just, yeah, it was kind of weird. I was like, 
To me, I would think that you would have a lease with the airport saying you'd have to stay open to at least any decent hour, at least give you nine or ten, right? Yes. Well, the problem is you're going to have travelers that are coming in and out, some even that end up getting stranded, and they need a place to eat and drink. Like right. if there's if the whole entire airport shuts down at seven p. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of insane, like seven p.m. Maybe they're are, having a staffing problem and they no, have to. No, I asked uh, the lady because we were over at Nick's Tomato Pie. And she's like, yeah, for 15 years they've shut down at 7. I'm like, really? What? That's like, insane. Like, that, that's what I thought too. I'm like, this is insane. Huh. It's kind of crazy. It's, it's crazy out there, guys. It's crazy. Uh, let me see. We do have some positive call-outs here today. Uh, Marie said, uh, Marie from Fort Lauderdale said, I want to call it KBJ Show for making my promos- uh, proposal in Jamaica extra special. Aww. And today is our three-year anniversary, by the way. Oh, yeah, I think awesome. we did a, a video and there was a surprise proposal. Is that the one we had done? I think so. But wait, if they're doing a three-year anniversary, maybe we did one three years ago. Could be. Or else they've just been together three years and just got engaged. I don't know. Okay, maybe. All right. Also, uh, shout out from Lindsay, who ran into Virginia at Turtle Fest this weekend. Oh, my gosh. I had so much fun at Turtle Fest. The weather Mm -hmm. was gorgeous. Was it okay? It was sunny. It was like 79, and it was windy. And I love a little wind. I love a breeze. There was no no sweaty armpits because it was so breezy. We had great weather up in St. Augustine, too. The the first couple days Mm -hmm. were up there, then it rained. But yeah, it it was was a nice weekend. You would have loved the live music. There were so many awesome live local bands that performed. We got to we got to get these leafy greens. Oh my gosh, this band oh, was yeah. so good. Uh, yeah, I, I know who they are. I love them. Tony doing a little shout out. He ran into Denny's and his wife Jen at the Russ Market, and uh, they actually bought that from uh, Jen. You can see they got a uh, plant Aww. in it now, a little pottery. Jen does a great job. She's really talented in making these pots. She is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my daughter's a little starstruck by Denny's. Oh, I get it. He's just got that aura. <laughs> I want to say they'll make uh, great parents wish them the best. Thanks from the whole Maldonado family and our fur baby, Sir Malcolm. Nice. Also, uh, Drew was at the uh, Russ Market as well and uh, ran into uh, Denny's and Jim. I always see KVJ Nationers at the Russ Market. It's fun, man. It's it's a fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. Drew from Stewart sent that. While they were in Palm Beach County, they checked out a little Buds. Okay, good. Oh, yummy. Photos. What'd y'all get? What'd y'all eat? Looks like I uh, just see some fries. That's all I can make out of there, Virginia. I see, and I also see a fritter. I and see I do, a corn fritter. And I saw a piece of a chicken uh, t- tender. And it just made us so hungry. I, I will do breakfast. I will buy it for you. And <laughs> from every, Buds? For, for, you, uh, we can't because they're not open right now. I would love to. <laughs> but uh, if you want regular breakfast. <laughs> Uh, let me see. Uh, call him out here. Says I want to call out my son's teacher. She came to his dance competition and stayed until the awards. Teachers deserve the moon and more, but for her to do that was so amazing. Oh, that was kind. That is. And then uh, Judy said, uh, call him out for primetime critters for the great job they did at my granddaughter Ellie's fourth birthday party. She had a petting zoo, farm animals in the park. They had the sweetest animals, and the guys that worked there are the best. So. There you go. A little positivity for you. Coming up in just a couple of minutes here on the KVJ Show, somebody wanting to know if they should be intervening for their friend's soon-to-be ex, and you'll find out why next. The KVJ Show. Now somebody want a little perspective, send us an email here, mail at kvjshow.com. says, my friend is lying about her future ex-husband. 
They're going through a divorce and it's become nasty. And she just admitted to me that she's been lying about a lot of the bad stuff her husband did during their marriage. She said that because she's the woman, everybody pretty much believes whatever she says. I was kind of shocked when she told me all this, especially since she has admitted to me many times in the past what a great father and husband he has been. She is the one that cheated on him. She met some new guy and it made her turn evil. And I'm the only one who knows about this secret affair that she is having i know this is going on in my personal life i know somebody who did this it is crazy crazy girl went and cheated on this guy who was a good guy and then gets all mad at him and divorce divorcing him leaving him but angry at him when she's the one that cheated on him and she lied about him too yeah dang Wow. It's crazy what these girls are out there doing. Yeah, it says in the email, I tried to tell her that what she is doing is wrong, but she isn't listening. My husband thinks I should secretly record her and get her a mission of dishonesty. No, do not do that. Do not get involved. This is not your fight. He thinks it's terrible that she's ruining an innocent man's life. I don't want to get involved. This is a lot of drama. I don't need it in my life, no. so I'd like to stay out of it. What should I do, though? Am I obligated to get involved? Well, it is terrible ruining a man's life like it's it's terrible to ruin anyone's life when when you're not telling the truth and you are painting somebody on something they did not do or acted that's just a terrible terrible thing to do yeah i mean the way i think that i would handle this i don't think i would be going to the soon to be ex-husband but i would go to who is my so-called friend who's doing something terrible to say hey look this is not great what you're doing. And I don't know that I could be friends with somebody who would have this kind of moral void in their life. You'd be better off not associating with this person. And this would be, if we're doing makeup or breakup and it's about a friendship, this to me would be a breakup. But here's the thing. When you're wanting to break up with a friend, you don't have to make some sweeping declaration. I'm breaking up with you. I'm taking a stand. You don't have to feed into their drama. You just back away quietly and you don't return their calls or texts. It's kind so of, you don't say, Don't make a big dramatic thing because it's not your drama. Stop inserting yourself. So you don't say anything to this uh, no. woman about how she's behaving and letting her know I do not. Why. I'm not here to help her be a good person. That was her mama's job. If her mama didn't do it, I'm not going to be doing it right now. If that was my friend and they admitted all that to me, in that moment, I would tell them how wrong they are. Yeah. I would say, this is a terrible thing you're doing. You can't ruin people's lives like that. And then I would back away from them and not be involved in it. I I would just be out of their life. I I think if you're a good friend with somebody, and this is a good friend, you're close and you're supposed to be looking out for each other. I, I think that a good friend should tell you the times when you're wrong as well as the times that you're right and that you're awesome. This girl's a dirtbag. This girl is not going to listen to what you have to say. She's pure evil. Why would you want to be friends with a girl like this? Exactly. It sounds like she she met this guy and now all this has gone on. And it sounds like the friend did try to talk to her. Evil people don't think Mm. they're evil. They always justify what they're doing and they have all kinds of reasons why they're doing it in their crazy head. Why would I want to be involved in that and try to help set her straight? straight. No, I don't want anything to do with you. Bye. Go on. Uh, one text says Florida is a no fault state. Exactly. It doesn't matter if you cheat. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Matter if you're a scumbag. The courts don't care. They don't care a bit of it. This is just for your personal reputation. It's a 50-50 split. It's so stupid. I feel for the guy I'm going through a similar thing unless they are talking about me and I just don't know it. She even said because I'm the woman, people are going to believe her. That's what she said? I think that was the tone, yeah. The friends, but the court doesn't matter.
Okay. So march on, have nothing to do with her. You can make a big sweeping declaration if you want, but then you're just feeding into the drama that she likes anyway. Yeah, I, I can't imagine a friend that I want to get away from faster. Amen. That, that you want to get away from that friend fast, very fast. She's not a friend. But I, uh, yeah, I, I you, don't have friends like that. You tried to talk to her. You tried to speak from the heart, and she's not listening to you. I don't think you need to make a big declaration and big a big stance now at this point. Just back mm-hmm. away, baby. Okay. Any other uh, thoughts on this, or you got your own? Marital drama going on. You can hit us up about it. 877-979-WRMF. 877-979-9763. Well, we got uh, a lot of drama in the uh, whacked out news. Going to hear about a guy that uh, stole an Amazon delivery truck and how that ended up. And somebody who's mad at McDonald's because they don't do McDoubles or McChickens in Cocoa Beach. (laughs) I, I feel the pain. I yeah, so they're very upset. We'll let you know how they try to get back at McDonald's. Coming up in your Whacked Out News next. The KVJ Show. Ow! There's a lot of dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the Whacked Out News. People breaking the law. Ha-ha, fighting in the nude. Drunk people pooping in the street. Ha-ha, it's the Whacked Out News. So many people are meth. Ow! I don't know what it is. It was spring break or what the heck's going on. People getting all squirrely all over the place. Including this dude in Milwaukee on Friday afternoon. 32-year-old guy thought he would steal an Amazon delivery truck. And then quickly got into a police chase driving over a median. And then getting trapped at a gas station. Ten cops surrounded the Amazon delivery truck in the gas station. No word if... The man had been partying for St. Patty's Day. Thankfully, nobody was hurt, but just uh, kind of crazy the things you're going to see on that day. Yeah, it's a squirrely day. It is a very squirrely day. Especially when you go out and you don't realize it's St. Patty's Day. You're right. You're just like, what happened to the world? It's all insane today. Why? Why does everyone want to fight me? Everyone's Why are b- bouncers are screaming at me? What's going on? I don't get any of this. Then <laughs> I was going to be going westbound. This guy has got to be whacked. Looks like he's trapped in the VP parking lot. Be on driver in custody, and that one's taking with keys. Okay. All right. Hopefully they got it all back to normal. Well, Quabby Young got uh, all upset. She pulled uh, into a McDonald's drive-thru in Coco, and she demanded a cheeseburger bundle, which is a combo, I guess, similar to what can be done for McDoubles or McChickens. Gosh, I love the term bundle when it comes to food. Yeah, it's fun. A cheeseburger bundle sounds great. I love how how, how you say it. Now, the McDonald's employee, he offered to sell her a cheeseburger and an a la carte order of small fries instead, but that wasn't satisfactory. So, Quavi wound up leaving, but then she comes back again to the drive-thru later that day. And... Of course, wants a cheeseburger bundle. But the employee said, look, things are a little busy. Uh, I don't think we can accommodate. But she wasn't having it. She was prepared this time because she pulled out a very large gun, a 9mm, with a drum magazine that can hold up to 50 rounds. Damn, Annie Oakley. Give me my bundle! Yes. Holy crap. She was waving the gun around, pointing at the uh, victims in the drive-thru window. She verbally threatened them. I can tell you what, that's how you get a bundle, though. I got get the bundle up. Get, just get, like, uh, how many bundles do you want? Can we find a bundle, guys? She has a very large gun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know if she got the bundle, but I do know she did get arrested. <laughs> well, that's up. good, because you can't be doing that. No. I think there's something else going on there, guys. <laughs> I think she's going through something. And she did not even have a valid driver's license, so that's another thing they found out. What? That girl? Yeah. I'm shocked. I know. <laughs> she seems so law-abiding. I know. But how great does a bundle sound? Mm-hmm. Oh, a bundle does sound nice. There's a 55-year-old police captain from Oklahoma City that was caught on camera asking the police officer that pulled him over saying, hey, could you uh, turn off that body cam? Now, this was profound because it was about 1.30 a.m. Sunday morning. And apparently this uh, Oklahoma City police captain uh, had been driving all over the road and at a high rate of speed. Sergeant Skinner said he witnessed James French's car weaving at a high rate, and uh, when he pulled him over, apparently the cop that was drunk, he said, had been at a poker game. Oh, I just watched this. Yeah. I just saw this video he, yesterday. Is it good? I mean, it's, he tries to get him to take the, the camera. He says, turn off the camera. Turn off the camera. Yeah. This is Sergeant Skinner's body cam leading up to the captain's arrest. You've been drinking tonight. I just got a ride. You've been drinking tonight, sir. I'm a captain on the police department. What police department? Oklahoma City. I'm not turning my camera off. Please. I know you're aware of our body cam policy. You know I cannot turn I, off this body I cam. I do, but I'd like to talk to you. I can't mm-hmm. do that, sir. Please. I'd like to talk to you. I'll talk you, to you once we're done. You can turn it off. You can turn it on. I can turn it off once I'm done with my investigation, sir. Okay. I, I don't not, show favoritism to anyone, regardless. I don't I, care if you're a gangbanger or the president of the United States. Sir, I'm not asking you for that. If I was to treat you differently than I was to treat like some Southside loco or some pedo, how's that look on me? Sergeant Skinner, please. Okay, once we complete the test, I'll turn off my body cam. Right, go ahead and turn around for me. Put your hands behind your back. Are you going to arrest me, sir? Yes, I am. Can I talk to you? Damn. Camera off now. Yeah, we'll turn the camera off now. Thank you. Wow. The, there's there's quite a few videos out there where the, a police officer is pulling over another police officer, mm-hmm. and they are hammered, and they're going, turn off the turn off the camera. And they go, guys, we can't turn off the camera. Yeah, right. You just said it on camera. <laughs> turn off the camera, you big dummy. I'm, I'm actually shocked that he turned it off there, too. I don't think he should have turned it off, honestly. Yeah. I, he should have said he was turning it off and then not turned it off. Kind of like when people go, yeah, here's here's another beer and it's just water. <laughs> <laughs> They're so drunk. Yeah, just tell them, oh, yeah, the camera's off. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, the new era of body cams is really starting to break up the old boys club that used to be around. Well, how shady does that look when you, mm. you're t- talking about turning off the camera? Yeah. It, it, it's... I don't think you're allowed to do that now. No, you're no. not. And you're so stupid because they just got you on camera saying turn off the camera. Did you uh, see there was a uh, CNN news crew that was um, in San Francisco right outside of uh, City Hall talking about how street crime there in the city was rampant and then somebody broke into their car? No. Yeah, while they were doing the story on how bad street crime was in San Francisco. And they stole one of the reporter's uh, passports and identification. And they're like, oh my gosh, Like, I don't live here. i got to fly home. And they got to the airport and they're like, yeah, you know what? We've had so many IDs stolen. Just go ahead and get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> they say in San Francisco, like so many people show up with stolen IDs because they're getting robbed so much. I, I hear that there's a lot of crime out there. Yeah, I, I, hear, at least San Fran- I hear San Francisco's terrible. Like, just don't even go there anymore. I hear it's bad, too. Really? But at least yeah. that's what the, you know, the news is saying. I've not heard a positive word about San Fran for a while. Beautiful city, beautiful weather. Just it's not great right now.
There was an interesting uh, report Saturday morning just down a little south from San Fran in Los Angeles. Allison Carlson Schwartz, she's a meteorologist at uh, CBS LA's KCAL. She was uh, getting ready to do a live broadcast on Saturday morning, and uh, the two anchors threw it over to her, and she was not ready. They show her, and all of a sudden, her eyes start rolling back into her head. Oh, damn! She puts her head down on the desk, and and it just falls to the ground, and the two anchors are like, uh... She joins us live in the studio. Alyssa, this really is the calm before the storm. Not again! (laughs) No! Damn, the storm. We're going to go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. We'll be right. Jamie Lucas, <laughs> weekdays, KCAL News Mornings. Oh, geez, yeah. Is she okay? Uh, thankfully, she is going to be okay. She posted on Facebook just to let people know. Uh, but, you know, she's had uh, a similar episode to happen, I guess, back in 2014. She threw up on set during a weather report. Oh, damn. When she was at a different station. She had been diagnosed with a leaky heart valve. Thankfully, this wasn't that. Damn. This was something else, but I guess that's kind of her MO, so. What would you rather be diagnosed with leaky heart valve, which sounds awful, or leaky butt syndrome? Give me the butt stuff. At least I can control that. I can wear an adult diaper. I can try to make it happen. Heart stuff is scary because you don't know when the hell that's going to strike and you'll get a widow maker. A leaky heart. Wow. Yeah. Doesn't sound very positive. And uh, this is a uh, dumb act. A woman from Maine named Megan Levitt called in two threats against uh, Walmart, but she was caught (laughs) because she made the calls from an Uber on a speakerphone and the driver called the police after he dropped her off and said, yeah, she's calling in these threats against this Walmart in my car. And we get it. You know, a lot of us are mad at Walmart. It's, it's not the best when it comes to customer service, but you can't call in threats. You no. know what? They, they they didn't have the cologne or perfume key, and she snapped. We got it. Mm-hmm. We snapped. get it. It happens to us, too. And uh, another theft here. Man, the U.K. broke into a property through a dog flap. <laughs> I, I do wonder about those doggy doors. I mean, if you have a small enough burglar, they can totally get in your house. Absolutely. I can I, put Rocco through any doggy door. It is weird how some people can get through very small holes. because There's no way a person can get through there, but they can do it. Uh-huh. Totally. And then what do they do? They open the door and let all the other burglars in. Yeah. Well, they wound up uh, boosting a Mini Cooper out of the uh, garage, and they also stole a pink vibrating pleasure device. Not sure why they took that. It's an odd uh, combo. Because they're doing their calling card. They're getting a signature with it. They want the, it they, they want the press, the media to. Oh, and they're stealing sex toys too. Used sex toys. Yeah, it's like, you're a different kind of gross. What kind of animal steals that? Just, That's pervy too. You know, I could. I, <laughs> maybe they like them used. Oh, definitely. I think that's what is going on here, y'all. It's a twisted individual then. All right, and that is your whacked out news. KVJ. Think fast, think fast. If you don't come in first, you might as well be last. Think fast. All right, let's see if you guys are awake here. Spring break, St. Patty's Day, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. What are you eating? (laughs) (laughs) I was eating a tortilla. Yeah, I'm just hungry. They, they got River vending machine. So yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, uh, yeah. We got to talk about this. Off. It's a big deal around here. They got rid of the vending machine, Kevin. I know you never eat out of it, but we had a vending machine in the yeah. kitchen and it's gone. And then I, I hear that we have snacks out 
out for people to get, which for is very, free. Which is very nice, but I think it's by the boss's office. <laughs> So you have to go by the boss's office to get the snack. Now, what kind of snacks do they have by the boss's office? That's just it, Kevin. Nobody I mean, wants to go look. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so he's eating tortillas. We don't want to run into the boss. Well, it's 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 across the way, and I I don't know how the new system works. Yeah, and I, I don't want to come in here on a Monday. Oh, well, wait, and, what and is, we got? Is it right cookies? there because the boss will be writing down by your name a little check mark for every time you take a free goodie? <laughs> it's yeah. just when you go yeah. to the vending machine, you're on your own path. Right, um, you pay for it with your own debit card. Mm-hmm. Here, I, I you're right. What if you want three rounds of cookies? You can't get three rounds of cookies. They're watching. And that's why I'm And they're taking note. I'm eating a tortilla. (laughs) You just eat a dry tortilla. He's got a dry tortilla from a bit we didn't do last (laughs) week. It's in the other room. (laughs) It's in a package. They're good. Dog, I just opened that package. All right. Look, it's, it's, it's what I had at the time. Yeah. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just thinking for my supper. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to carb load before this pit. I did. I, I, feel, that I, I already feel better. He can't do think fast without carbs. <laughs> Mama had to take her medicine. A little brain food. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else, it slows him down. Him, it speeds him speeds up. Speeds him up. Just the opposite dude. <laughs> all right, Virginia, Jaybird, Denny's all competing here. Whoever can come up with a sensible answer, the fastest will get the point. First up, it is a Dairy Queen Blizzard flavor that starts with the letter O. Oreo. Oh, Oh my gosh. Virginia. Wow. The turtles. I get down with the Blizzard. I prefer the cheesecake. Oh, with the strawberry and the cheesecake chunks. So good. Oh, mm-hmm. I think my mind's still with the tortilla. I got to stand up, get ready. <laughs> yeah, you got to take this seriously. I know. I think they got a uh, special deal that is uh, going on today at uh-huh. Dairy Queen. It's free cone day. Ooh. You can walk in and get a free small vanilla soft serve, and no purchase is necessary. I guess it's to start. Uh, today's the first day of spring. Will they dip it in the hard chocolate shell? Oh. Now you're pushing it, Virginia. But Mama, that is that's just my game. That's the way to get. Yeah. That's my game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, next up here, think fast. It is a chip brand that starts with the letter S. Sun chips. No! Oh, good job, Denny. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Standing up tortilla? didn't help. He's going to sit down and eat a tortilla. Just <laughs> feeling a little off today. St. <laughs> Patty's Day rocked you. Oh, it rocked me. <laughs> okay, how about this? Something you eat often in the morning that starts with the letter M. Man, I M's! What? What? I don't think I can take that. Uh. Mueslix. It's a cereal. Muffin. What? You eat often? I don't bite anybody eats mueslix often. (laughs) Muffin? Yeah, I mean, muffin would count. Muffin would count. Yeah. But I already said one. He so. said mew, 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 mew. Yeah. <laughs> I was so thrown off by everything. We're not going to take mew, 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 mew. Yeah, I don't know if we'll take that. I'll just uh, call that one a, a rush. I know mueslix is debatable, but I don't know. Mm. All right. I like it. You would eat mueslix. It sounds gross and yeah. calorie free. Just my speed. All right. How about this? A fruit starting with the letter M. Mango! No. I think it was bird first, right? Okay. Oh, mango. Jaybird gets on the board. Got Virginia in the lead, though, two to one. Gave her credit for the mucilix. Oh, you did? Oh, I did. Nice. <gasps> what a generous host you are. Yeah, yeah, you look wondering. good today, too, by the way. Did I tell you? Danny's, it was Kevin and Virginia before it was KVG. You can tell. <laughs> mucilix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> M&M's. All right. <laughs> that one threw me off. Let's see if Virginia can uh, put it away here. 
Something that smells good that starts with the letter P. Perfume. What'd you say? Perfume. Perfume? Said it out. Okay, who said it first, Suits? It's not who yelled it loudest. Bird? Bird or Denny's? He's giving it to Bird. Denny's? Oh, Bird. Oh, okay. Bird gets it. I I apologize. I I will try to not yell as much. Apologize to Denny's. You just yelled in his face. Well, I... I, You just yelled over his correct answer? (laughs) Yeah. It was Bird and Suits before it was Denny's. I get it. You're like a bull in a china shop. (laughs) Okay, Virginia. (laughs) You're just mad because... Your boy's in the game. You are in the game. Shook. Is it tied up? Which shook. It is. Denny's, you're going to have to get this one to stay oh, in. Geez. Oh, boy. Let's stand up, Denny's. Up. Let's get this. Virginia 2, Jaybird 2, Denny's 1. Oh, and I want it bad. <laughs> okay, it's a board game that starts with the letter C. Tingling. What did you say, Denny's? I said chance, but I don't think that's a Mm, chance. I don't know the game. Oh, chance. Uh, chance is chance a board game? Don't know. I just shouted it. Yeah, I think it's Jay Bird with Candy Land. Okay, and with that, Bird takes a win. Damn! Wow. Damn. Chance is a board game. It is. Is it? Is it? I don't know. It's just chance games. Chance games? Uh, Board games. It's sloppy. I don't. I don't want no fake win. Fat chance. Oh, she's really all second right. chance. Well, someone's got to stop the witch. Yeah. <laughs> I just want. I want to be in it still. <laughs> the witch. It is all over. Bird with the W. That tortilla paid off. It did. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'll get another one. <laughs> <laughs> my KVJ show. Well, we often talk about other people's red flags. Oh my gosh! Don't date them. That's a definite red flag. But what about our own red flags? If you had to warn somebody before dating you, what would you say is your biggest red flag that they need to know about? Hmm. My thought is uh, it's it's gotten worse as I've gotten older, but the OCD that I've got, I just I'm so particular about so much stuff to the point that it's just I don't know. It's it's I'm in my own head, and I think it would be pretty annoying. At times, I think luckily my wife is used to it. She adapts to it, goes along with it. But I'd be like, I don't know, man. That guy's a little uh, particular about a lot of things. And I, I probably could be a lot more fun if I was like, eh, I just don't know that I can do that. Just kind of gnarly. I, I think you're awesome, though. Thank you. But th- <laughs> that would be one that if I were with me, I'd be like, all right, uh, dude, come on, man. I get it. Could you be honest about a red flag you you think you might have? What should somebody know? Definitely. Uh, I am a little bit too wild of a party girl. Uh And if you can't handle a girl that just goes too hard, talks too loud, has too many opinions and shares them too frequently, then I might not be the one for you. Okay. All right. It's a good red flag. Bird, how about yours? Probably... Sometimes I can get passionate about stuff. Even I, mean, I think it's a great thing to have, but I think it also can be I gotta reel it in at times. And then I think if I'm passionate about something, I'm into it. I yep. think I can worry and overthink it, and it will it'll cause kind of like what you're talking about a little of the uh, obsessive compulsive thought pattern. Yeah, that the I just I, I feel like I just always have a lot of thoughts and thinking, overthinking in my head a lot, big time. Yeah, yeah. I just that that, that would it, that that can alter my mood depending on what's going on. 
Well, it's like I can see a kid sneeze all over a table, and then my mind just starts going crazy with, all right, where else has this kid been? And then it's just, next thing you know, it's like, you lose me, because I'm just, it's one sneeze and I'm gone. And that's what's weird, because the sneeze wouldn't bother me, and what would bother me wouldn't bother you, but it's the constant always thinking about the same thing and worrying about it and Mm -hmm. trying to not have that. Okay. Well, we asked our KVJ Nationers on our Facebook page, what is one of your own personal red flags? Amy said, to any guy I date, my best friend knows everything about you, and I mean everything. That happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, I've assumed, too, if I tell my married friend something, I know that they're going to probably realistically tell their wife about it or their husband. People talk a lot. So I just go, well, if I'm going to tell my friend this, I just got to be cool and at peace with his wife knowing. Yeah, that's it. That's I think it's that way for a lot of relationships. Amber said, my red flag is I'm an independent person, but I get annoyed when my husband won't help. And when he does, I get mad for him not doing it right. So she's going to throw a guy into a, a tailspin. That is That would be really tough. I I can't do that. You have to you have to be more vocal. You have to tell him what you need him to do and be specific. Don't assume that these men can read your mind because they cannot. You gotta give specific instructions and expectations and let him know what he needs to do so he doesn't disappoint you. Michelle says, I tend to word vomit when I'm around other adults. I'm with kids all the time, so when I'm with adults, I tell them everything. So she, I guess, realizes and recognizes that she will steal the conversation, suck all the oxygen out of the room, and it's just all about her. It's a, it's a mood vampire. They yes. suck the, it's all about them when they suck the energy out. Mm-hmm. That can happen, especially if you are like I was over the weekend at a party with a bunch of people that you don't know. Oh, what happened? Mood suckers. They just, yeah. yeah, they just take everything and talk about. And then I buttered my bread, and then I made a sandwich. Oh yeah. Like, and really? Why are you telling me? All this. And sometimes that does happen. I think, A, a lot of people have social anxiety, and they might not even know they have social anxiety. And mm-hmm. then if you add in, which by the way, social anxiety can make you act weird and say weird things. Then if you're drinking on top of that, yeah. and then you're with people you don't know, again, a recipe for weirdness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is odd. Yeah, I've seen that where somebody makes every story about them. Like you could be with the guy who just won the Daytona 500, and he would tell you about what it's like driving around the turns and all that. And she'd be going, you know, I drove one time (laughs) like shut up lady this guy is talking about something i want to hear i don't want to hear you (laughs) uh annie she said uh, my own personal red flag i crave attention but like to be left alone what oh my gosh girl you a mess i crave attention but like to be left alone yeah, I mean, I don't know if that she probably likes to be validated on certain things in life, but she is probably some people are just designed better to be loners. Not to say that she doesn't want to be yeah. out with go out with people, but she's probably more comfortable being alone. I got family members like that. Okay. That really thrive being alone. Mm-hmm. Ed said, uh, I'm a stickler for grammar, which is super annoying to everyone. He's the kind of guy that will correct your grammar and be like, yes. You can't do that. You can't be correcting people's grammar out in the world because everybody's going to think you're a douche. you got to change your ways. You see a lot of that on social media as well. Mm -hmm. Whatever people are going to talk, if they're going to use bad grammar, that's them. That's not you. You don't have to fix everybody who's broken. 
Sabrina said, uh, my own personal red flag is I will insist I don't want a present or my birthday to be a big deal, but I get so butthurt when they listen. So she's like, no, no, please don't give me anything. No, 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 let's not have a big party. And then when they don't, then she's like all upset. You need to be more specific about what your needs are. You're not vocalizing. You know, tell people, hey, I'd like to have a small party. Maybe mm-hmm. let's invite these people. Give them the guest list and say, let's do this. Yeah. You're not being specific with people. And if you don't be specific, you're always going to be disappointed. We really are odd creatures, though. We are. Humans are very emotional. We're always talking about our feelings. Think about all the time we have to just sit down, stop, break it down, and talk about our feelings. Can you imagine if cows were like we were, what that conversation would be like? (laughs) They wouldn't get anything done. They'd just be in a field, be like, going, you know what? The the farmer's hands are really cold today. And it's just like, I'm not sure how I feel about hay anymore. Uh, Stacy said, uh, my own personal red flag, I get attached way too quick. I'll fall in love by date two and want babies. I just don't know how to date. I think it's I think it's good that you recognize that about yourself. So now put some parameters on your date in a little Hit bit. Hit the brakes more. Tell yeah. yourself, I've got to make a concerted effort to not get too familiar too quick. But yeah. that doesn't make you a bad person or anything. No. I, I understand. Right. I mean... You, you it should. is maybe a red flag. It is, though. It is. Yeah. And she's got to recognize that. And that's why I think a lot of times trying to identify your own personal red flag is a good thing so that you say, okay, that's kind of where I am. I might need to try to uh, keep a lid on that for a while. Self-reflection is very important. If you do it right, yeah, it's not easy to do, though, for a lot of people. It's, it's hard to realize you're a lunatic. Ash- <laughs> Ashley said, my red flag is I don't think I have a red flag. Yeah, that's it. That's scary, Ashley. So she thinks she's perfect. <laughs> I don't have any problems. <laughs> I'm making zero changes, but I know there are some problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Our Tournament of Towns is down to the Sweet 16 from an original lineup of 64. And the crazy thing to me is a lot of the towns I thought were going to do really well have already been bounced. Three of our four number one seeds are gone. Miami is out. Fort Lauderdale is out. Boca Raton is out. West Palm Beach is the only number one seed that is left in it. I was surprised Delray Beach got bounced Wow! as fast as they did. I thought that might uh, eventually be the number one and the ultimate tournament winner. Delray is pretty darn cool. It arguably is. It's a quaint little town with a great strip of bars and restaurants. Uh, But, you know, the one thing about it is people are probably voting from where their area is. I would assume they love their area. You should vote on the important things in life, which is day drinking and walkable. And Mm -hmm. Delray kills it in both of those categories. Yeah. I kind of feel like they were robbed, but I have a feeling everybody in Delray was probably drunk this (laughs) weekend and didn't get in there to vote. So that would be my guess as to what happened to Delray Beach. But uh, here's what you got left in our Sweet 16. Port St. Lucie, that was a number two seed, is going against Jupiter in this round. Be interesting to see who takes that. Yeah, I mean, Jupiter definitely brings it. I love Jupiter. I love Port mm-hmm. St. Lucie, too. And but it's a booming town. It doesn't bring it as much yet. Okay. We've got uh, Hollywood, number five seed, still in there against uh, Key West, a nine seed. I was surprised to see Hollywood make it so far. I think it's kind of that diner. But against Key West? I know. It's yeah. not going to win. 
I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out. I'm, I'm, I really don't even know what to pick at this point because a lot of the ones I thought were going to win are bounced. A lot of underdogs right now, including this. A 15-seed Isla Mirada against a 14-seed DeQuesta. DeQuesta doesn't have a shot. I know some people at DeQuesta. We're kind of annoying. Kid. Okay. DeQuesta does shut down at 8.30 p. Unless it's your front yard and then you keep that thing going. I do. I rage and I get calls from security. Jensen Beach has survived is a five seed. They're going up against Palm Beach right now, a seven seed. You've got uh, Juno Beach, 15 seed, going against Boynton Beach, a three seed. And your better or your bigger cities are the ones that are higher seeds. Palm Beach Gardens is going against Palm City right now. Yeah, PBG. You got uh, West Palm Beach against Vero Beach right now. That's a one and a four. And then Hutchinson Island is still in it, going against Marathon. Where the heck is it? Hutchinson Island? Where's that at? Treasure Coast, but it's on the water. It's really nice. Okay. Do uh, they got any pizza places? They absolutely do. They have great restaurant. Kyle G's fantastic restaurant on the water up there is that the top place do you go to virginia i would yeah i mean i know kyle he's very cool and his restaurants are top notch are you name dropping kyle g yeah i think i am (laughs) don't be a hater just because you don't know kyle i don't don't know kyle (laughs) all right well if you want to go vote kbjshow.com. We're going to be doing uh, voting all this week. We'll uh, pare it down to the Elite Eight happening on Friday. So go and vote right now at kbjshow.com for our Tournament of Towns. It's KBJ. Leading up to a whole bunch of uh, exciting stuff. An Ultra Music Fest is uh, right around the corner that happens. My daughter's uh, friend Justin, who's in the uh, EDM music world, he said, I've got 19 parties I'm going to this week. And he said, you're welcome to come to every one. And I said... I don't think I could go to one of these. I think I would physically die. I, I don't even know if I could survive one of these Miami Music Week parties. Are any of them going to have celebrities at them? Because sometimes oh, yeah. like, they know who's going to be there beforehand. Those are the oh, ones yeah. you want to go to. Yeah, Kevin yeah. just said it. The Kevin Ralston's going to be at one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said celebrity. And no, I don't think I am. So I thought about it for a second. I'm like going, gosh, this sounds like a lot of fun. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should... Uh, Maybe I should go to one of these parties. And then I'm like, what am I talking about? I couldn't go to one of these parties. <laughs> yes, you could. There, there's no way. All right. If you're not going to go, I'll go. Uh, Who are the celebrities? Could. Which day? And and I can only go on the weekends because, you know, Mama goes to bed at 930 during the week. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. I mean, uh, Ultra is coming up. In case you're not aware, it is uh, coming up this weekend. So that is uh, going to be in Miami. So that's what they always uh, tie the two to as well. But it's all the it's David Guetta. It's who you just heard from right there. Afrojack, Alessa, all those EDM artists. And I don't know how many of them are going to be in the clubs. I assume they will be all over in the clubs. But honestly, I think just the bass would probably I feel like I'd explode in about 10 <laughs> seconds. I mean, hey, great party. No. It would be amazing to watch me at one of these parties though, and just kind of just take a look at my face the entire time. Just, <laughs> they should have a Kevin facial cam as I'm just around. I don't think any of these parties start until 1 or 2 a.m. That would be a funny video. Yeah. You could call it Papa Cam. I kind of th- yeah, That's what I thought. I'm <laughs> I like, like you know, this. Maybe Friday, because honestly, I wake up at you typically about 2.30 a.m., so I actually could 
wake up at my normal time, 2.30 a.m., get on the bright line, and get to a club by 3.34, and I, I would still be early to the party. I love it. You should do it. I'll go with you because that Ugh. would be a funny the two old who bought the two old people. Oh my gosh. That would be a funny perspective. It, it'd be mom and dad in the club. Just make sure you're back cuz <laughs> Sunday morning we're at Pride Fest parade. Uh, you can't miss that, Paw Paw. Just go through the just yeah. Make it one long day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see, but uh, just uh, kind of a heads up. For anyone uh, who's under 25, Miami Music Week is going on this week. All right, well, if you're struggling here on a Monday, uh, you might be a little bit older like us. Mondays are just tough, and they get tougher as you get a little bit older. So if you need a little perspective, other people are struggling today as well. If you need a little glance, we go to the F My Life website. People writing things going wrong in their life, maybe to make you feel a little bit better about yours. Somebody said, uh, today after finishing a song during karaoke, a man came up to me and he held out his hand. Quite flattered. I shook his hand. I said, thank you. And then I was glad he enjoyed my performance. Turns out he was next and just wanted the microphone. Oh, <laughs> dang. <laughs> well, I'm glad, so glad you enjoyed that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> no, no tips necessary. <laughs> I'm, I'm just here to perform for hey, all of you. Have you ever had that? Just You feel like you really nailed it and you're walking off with just such pride from that karaoke stage. You're thinking everybody just was like so wowed by your performance. They oh. weren't. No, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. Yeah. Uh, somebody else said, today the dean of the university I go to delivered a DoorDash order to me. FML. How would you feel about the quality of your university if your dean is doing DoorDash? Is this a joke? I don't know that it would be. There are some really small schools, so I would imagine that would happen. The one thing I couldn't believe going to Boston, they may have 400 universities in that town. And I'm not even kidding you. It goes from one university to the next. Little private schools. Not even. Uh, it, big public universities? You, like As I was driving, because we went to check out Harvard, you have Harvard here. You've got MIT right next to it, uh, the, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. You got Boston University, which is a great pu- uh, private or public school. Boston College is right there. They had Tufts University. They had I don't even know what else. I don't want to go to school at Tufts. It's already tough enough. Yeah, I know. We're soft. <laughs> I'm gonna go Can to, I go to Easy's? Go to soft, yeah. Softy University. <laughs> it was insane. I don't know if there's any town in America that has more universities in Boston. Huh? Somebody said uh, today I've been putting off telling my mom I'm pregnant, but aren't getting married to my boyfriend. My mom has a thing about marriage. Then grandma told me that mom's just a hypocrite because when she got pregnant, not only wasn't she married, they had to do a DNA test to see which guy was my dad. Dang! Grandma's spilling it. Keeping it real, huh? Okay. I'm a big believer. I've learned this the hard way because I lived it. Just because you're pregnant does not mean you have to get married, Mm -hmm. especially if you don't feel like you know this person well enough. Yeah. Have your baby. Raise your family together, and five years from now, you can get married if you're still together. You don't have to do it the old-fashioned way. Look at my mistakes. But how about those hypocritical parents? You ever seen that? Yes. Where they were so turnt, and then they're trying to tell you, like, you don't know. It's usually because the the more your parents are adamant that you don't do something, it probably means because they did it. Scary. And maybe more to a higher level. That how, is not right. How dare you do pot? Well, Dad, you did cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one person put on the F My Life website today my alcoholic friend who is now sober told me I was a lot more fun when he was drinking 
Well, duh, everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> like, thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> Maybe he's a duh drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> we push people off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this person said, uh, today I tried to use a fancy new hairstyling tool and ended up getting my hair tangled in it. Ooh, that ha- happens. Had to cut a chunk of my hair out to free myself. Oh, girl. I've seen videos of girls that are like curling their hair with the curling iron and it burns right through their hair and they take the curling iron off and their hair is still on it. Yeah, my wife's got something that's like, uh, it's hot on one side and it spins it on the other or something like that. I'm like, what the heck is this torture device? She got the Dyson? I don't know. Oh, Kevin, that thing is so expensive. Oh, geez, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> so much It's $600. <laughs> I want it so bad, but I can't bite the bullet on I, a $600 hair dryer with a curling I unit. Know I heard, I'm like, what is this? And her hair was getting twirled up on one side, and I'm like, that's the craziest device I've oh, ever seen. This it, thing is it like- It looked the, dangerous. It's the Cadillac of hair drying curling accessories. Okay. Very expensive. You are also going to be driving around in Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the F My Life web? Website again. I'm gonna text Danny. You're not gonna believe it, but Kevin just dropped off my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and then he hung out and cried for 20 minutes. Hey, but the Queen's hair looks great. He he wanted to hang out, but he had to he had to, he threw I had more to keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It says here, today I went to the dentist for a routine cleaning, and as I was leaving, the receptionist told me to have a nice day, and I replied, you too, love you. Then I went back home and roasted the embarrassment for an hour or two. It happens. Sometimes you're on autopilot. Yeah. Look, it's not a bad thing to tell everybody you love them. Who cares? Sometimes you'll call someone babe by accident. Babe, sorry, I didn't say that. It happens. My wife told the TSA agent that she hopes that he enjoyed his flight as well. (laughs) That happens to me all the time. (laughs) I'm not sure he's flying anywhere. I think he just kind of works here. (laughs) (laughs) I I do that all the time. I say really weird things. Oh, I should have said that. Because I'm so busy in my head. Yes. Sometimes it's hard to talk and think. Okay. It, it, it can be. It really can be. Yeah. And uh, off the F My Life website, says, today I came into the kitchen to see how dinner was coming along and saw my mother chasing the meat around the skillet with the cat's pooper scooper as a spatula. Uh, FML. Mom, that's whoa. not a kitchen utensil. Oh. Mom, what are you going through? We call an Uber Eats. Yeah, right. I'll show up at your door. Kevin yeah. will be there in 30 minutes. <laughs> what do you need? Call me. I'm available. KVJ. Do you see that uh, Taboo on Palm Beach might be gone soon? Really? Crazy. This is a place that has been a Palm Beach institution since 1941. In fact, we were just talking about Taboo last week because they had that naked dude that was walking down Worth Avenue. And somebody at Taboo, they called the cops on the guy. They're like, I don't know what's going on with this dude, but... I mean, Taboo's just right there in the middle of Worth Avenue in a place that, you know, Frank Sinatra used to go there back in the day and all kinds of celebrities, and it's just got such history to it. Well, where will the Cougars go to pick up young man meat? Uh, Yes. (laughs) I really don't know. That's a great place. Well, until they close, go there if you are a hot young guy and pick you up a rich Cougar because they're in there. Yeah. Now, the building's owner is going to be fighting it a little bit. I think they have a relatively new uh, owner of the property. And, of course, then they've got the person uh, who is the one running Taboo, and that's uh, Franklin DeMarco. 
Uh, he's been the owner since 1990. He says he's not going to be leaving, but I'm not sure if it's going to be his choice. He's proposing a new lease for 15 years with two five-year options. And he said that Taboo would spend up to $5 million rebuilding and renovating its space because the landlord is like, yeah, this place needs a little refurbishment. <laughs> it hasn't been touched in a minute, but that's the yeah. charm of it, too. Yeah. You can say that sometimes we remodel too much stuff in this town. Yeah. Where's the architecture of years gone by? They, they put a new face on it. Like, I don't know. I kind of like the old charm. Like Rain Dancer. You ever go to Rain Dancer Steakhouse? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That place is so charming because they haven't renovated it and Mm -hmm. made it all fancy and new. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something to be said for taboo. I mean, you guys know my stance on things. Let's keep everything old. I love the past. (laughs) (laughs) So my thought would be... What place would you put an amnesty on that could never shut down or be touched? Because it's just so paramount to whatever community it's in. Because Taboo would be that place, I think, for Palm Beach. On Worth Ave, absolutely. It's just there. It's it's the oldest bar restaurant on the street. How much do you think they pay annually in rent? Great question. Do you know the answer? I do. Okay. Got it in front of me. How much does Taboo pay okay. for rent? Let's see. On Worth Avenue all on right. Palm Beach. A got, ritzy little street of all the big time shops. I already got my number. What's yours, Bird? I got 2.3 mil. 2.3 million. Okay. What do you think, Virginia? How much is their annual rent at Taboo? I think their annual rent is 200000 200000 Virginia's... Way too low. Birds is way too high. Really? Six hundred thousand a year. Six hundred thousand. That's the rent. That's the rent. So holy crap! Obviously, you have to clear that a lot more to keep the place open. So six hundred thousand. I, I don't... keep in mind. I mean, you know, when they're when we're not in season. Think about how much pressure is on and how much money they got to make up during season. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever been there. Is what I what I like a taboo? What I like it in there? No, I don't think you. Would. It's not my it's not my cup of soda. Nah. And I'm not probably not their cup of soda either. Nah. All right. It's it's what it is. It's like old Palm Beach. Yeah. And then when you go in there, you got to try to figure out like who's fronting and who's for real. And a lot of times you got to look at the shoes, the wallet, the purse, the belt. Like you got to try to figure people out. It's a fun game in there. So if I went in there and said, "Hey, I guys have grilled cheese," is, are they going to go, "Who is this commoner with his grilled cheese requests?" <laughs> no, I mean they might know that. <laughs> they might make you a grilled I, okay. cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun people watching, yeah. and it's fun seeing like the older rich people with their younger little sugar baby. That's fun. Mm-hmm. You can pick out like who might not necessarily be on a date, but more. On like a business transaction. That's old Nard Ned. He makes six million dollars, and he's with- and that's his, you know, twenty-one year old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just fun. Grossed out Greta. Yeah. <laughs> Here are the places I was thinking that maybe would get the most attention to put bar amnesty on that cannot shut down. They'd be forever open. Okeechobee Steakhouse. Yes. Yeah, it's a legend. Legend. It's been around forever. It's my mom and dad's my mom and dad's first date. Yeah. And we go there every year for the Queen's birthday now. So it's a tradition for us. ER Bradley's. Yes. West big Palm time. Beach. Signature right there on uh, the intercoastal in West Palm Beach. Uh you've got uh 
Benny's on the beach, Lake totally. Worth Beach. Been around and for a while. They expanded too, so they're now over in the like that long strip. They're they in call the casino. it the casino. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. in there as well yeah. because they have such a demand for Benny's food. Yeah. Chef Jeremy. That's great. Uh, you've got a couple places, I would argue. The Cove has been around for a while. If you know, you know. That's just uh, North Broward right there on the Palm uh, Palm Beach line. Okay. Um, and they just redid that. I was there a couple weeks ago. It looks really good, the refurbishments they put in there. Uh, you've got the Whales Rib in Deerfield Beach. Been around forever. you got the Rusty Pelican in Miami. Those are the first places I could think of. I mean, like a taboo, you want to say this place can never close. Of course, you have to say the breakers. Okay. And they're yeah. constantly reinvesting Seafood in that bar, property. Yeah. Seafood bar, all their restaurants, they're constantly reinvesting and keeping them looking great, not losing their charm and sophistication, but constantly upgrading the property. Right. What I, you got to do? I want to protect uh, Las Spadas. I know it's not a bar, per se, but it's a business. Okay, yeah. Let's, let's, let's protect. You put on whatever you want. Just a place that you would be utterly crushed if they shut down. Yeah. Waterway Cafe. That would be weird. That's been there forever since I was a young, young buck. That And that place, that place was... Uh, it was fancy, but I think it's beautiful. I don't necessarily think it's fancy. Do it's you, not fancy anymore, but back in the day, it was fancy. You, so you think it was considered fancy? Now it's like chilies on the water. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the view is fancy. Okay. I think my, my family sometimes views fancy, because we've always thought it was fancy. Because it was. Yeah. I think... My view of fancy has changed since I was a girl. Then again, Red Lobster was fancy for us at, at, at a time in our life. I okay. agree. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to slap the amnesty on Red Lobster. <laughs> They're not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes them but me. Unfortunately, my grandma Beulah is not here to do that because she would. <laughs> the KVJ Show. A couple of really good additions here if you had to put amnesty on some places to never close down. Uh, you've got Joe's in Miami. I mean, come on, right? Joe's Stone Crab, of yep. course. Mm-hmm. Legendary restaurant. Yep. I forgot about the old Key Lime House. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yep. That place is jamming. I was just there the other night, packed to mm-hmm. the gills. We should protect Lion Country Safari, no? I get it. I know it's not a restaurant. It's a it's a business. Bless your heart. No, 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 no. No. Oh, pumpkin. It's the end of the show. No one expects much out of you. Good, good. All right, good. <laughs> Good. Some gave all. Yeah. But he yeah. ran out of steam at 9.15. I hear you. It's tough. <laughs> uh, and Boston's on the beach in Delray. That's a great one, too. Mm-hmm. Been there for a while. All right. Got anything else? You can always uh, send us emails. We'll get to it on the after the show. Mail at kvjshow.com. Bird, get us there with your thought for the day. Okay. Give it to him, Bird. Every day is a chance to change yourself. Be the change you wish to see in the world call your loved one. <laughs> did you put two together on the fly? He realizes it's just not enough yet, so he keeps adding to it. So. <laughs> and that, Apple a day keeps the doctor alive. <laughs> the KBJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.